It's just like this wave washing over me again and again. It knocks me down, and when I try to stand up, it just comes for me again. And I can't. It's just gonna drown me. No. No, I won't. <laughs> How do you know? Well, because it can't all be sorrow, can it? I've always been alone, so I don't feel the lack. It's all I've ever known. I've never experienced loss because I've never had a loved one to lose. But what is grief, if not love persevering? Shadow got your back, huh? Just like your homie, that's why shady niggas will harm thee. Just act Caesar. Brutus got him and caught him before his last breather. If that don't make you believe us, then you'll learn. Honesty is a quality that will burn, but it's cool. And trust is a quality you will earn. You a fool if you take you learn all of the rules. Imitating imitation and they calling it cool. I know a little bit, but go ahead and call me a fool. While you sprinkle sugar on shit. And you calling it food See, I'm just trying to groove And you standing on the wall With your hands on your balls Making crab claws move Trying to bonk at a dog But I don't bonk I just fall back Till you think you winning But you lost in the beginning Ay. One goal, one thing One move and that shit don't change It's real niggas do real fucking things Real niggas do Ay. I could, well, just don't want Probably won't be seen smoking on camera She ain't no smoker like that either, so. Mm -hmm. But you know, what I could do is just go and get some edibles. You said this already, Joe. You realize I was about to say that. Like, I, I, I was just about to say my mouth, you do know that you said you want to do edibles with her, right? You literally said that the first time you brought up that idea. You smoke too much. He just came like that's about to be a new idea of his. I'm not even saying it was even my idea. He, this was an idea he had. This is a recurring thing. Previous idea he had. You heard me? Not, not, <laughs> see, I must say this. You really You've had this idea already. The conversations that you be having. He said, bro, like, and, and if I can get Jess to do it one thing, she should do the edibles because she's fat girl. No, you, that was all your idea you already said. At least you're consistent. <laughs> At least you're consistent. Hey, listen, dog. All the cards are there. Now, how it shuffled, that's on, that's on them. You did. But they all there. Because you said it was the same cop. But she don't smoke. She didn't smoke like the whole deal. The whole gamut. She didn't smoke her like that. Oh, we could do edibles. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> nice. I definitely came to that bitch like it was like, dude. Like, figuring out and everything. I was like, I she don't smoke. Dude. She got the I'm just, I'm like, I know this guy is not having this same conversation. <laughs> Again. It was, it was about, about the two of us. This is when you first was coming up with Batch, what you think about all your guests. And you said that. 
Let me say something, bro. Only two things I can remember to the T, and mostly in the moment: scripts and music. Everything else, it's in there, but where it's at, I don't know. But scripts and all, and scripts, they they go. They got when they when they come back, I can, they can come back. But but like once I'm done with the script, you know, it's like you know, on to something else. But if they ever read it again, I'm like, oh, it all comes back. But that's the only thing I know I can memorize, like monologues and shit like that, consistently on an everyday basis. And not think that I, I, I like it's a new idea. Everything else, dog, I'd be like, oh shit, it must be like y'all got to tell me it's new. I was talking recently about somebody how like, um, you know, I, I, everybody got their strengths and weaknesses in their crap or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was so glad that one of my strengths that was always easy for me was memorizing lines mm-hmm. because like you know I know yeah. a lot of actors that that's like a struggle, struggle, a strong struggle. And, that, and, that, and a rightful struggle too. At no, that. no, yeah, yeah. Every, but again, everybody got they, they, they things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, I like, I'm so glad that wasn't one of mine because, bro, like, that, that, cause, yeah. That could be very well. I can imagine how nerve wracking that can be, cause, uh, you know, me personally, that's just like my first ten priorities. Like, just know your lines, cause you can't, you can't function. I don't really- Without it, and it's like I've I've always dreaded being on stage and just like not knowing what the fuck to say. Right. Like, that's that's my number one thing. I don't want to be live on fucking stage. We fucking doing our thing, and we vibed out, and it's like uh, I mean, you know, as the no. first as the first thing that you gotta um do. Period. Like, it's not even the first ten, my nigga. It's the first thing. Right. <laughs> like the first thing. So Learn your fucking lines. Know your lines. If you don't know your lines, you don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? It just makes everything else exponentially harder. And once you get that book out your hand, which is that was that was always our goal. Let's get this fucking book out of hand so we can play. So we can have some fun. Get that book out of your hand, now we can shoot. And the worst thing could be when you ready to fire off and your other partner just got the book in their hand. But it's, but to me that takes time. I what I don't like is when I came across actors who were just like, Hold on now, baby, you 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 need to be you should have been off book. Like like some of these lines and some of these, you ain't got seven monologues, baby. You got half a monologue. And you ain't all book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I people, get it. yeah, people I mean, that just you know want to make excuses about certain things. Maybe that's just some of the people who you know that's just their that thing. You know they can't memorize them super fast. You know what you're right. I don't know their life. They probably got a lot of shit going on. Well, you honestly at a certain point, if you don't know your lines, you shouldn't be acting. But um, yeah, I'm just saying specifically, like you speaking about how like. Uh, like scripts yeah. and music stay with you, and that made me think about that conversation. I was saying, I was like, Yeah, I understand. Don't music the stay with you too? Yeah, I mean, but to me, music is just like scripts, it's just you know, because music is a language, it's a language, and like, and I think it's very similar to how I mean, I got two, I got two modes in my brain how I memorize lines. Like, one of them is kind of photographic, where I just always see the page in my head after mm-hmm. I've seen it, but sometimes, like, for longer things, I got them almost like make it a, a song or make it musical hmm. for a certain shit to stick with me especially if it's Shakespeare you know what I mean like Shakespeare. like normal language all I need is the um all I need to know like with everything dog you got to know the story you know what I'm saying yeah like people yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying people they get often get intimidated when they see these long monologues and it's mm-hmm. like I don't get intimidated by long monologues because I know once I know the A to B to C to D and how it's supposed to end and everything Everything else you just feel in Yeah, in. I think yeah. that's exactly how I feel about it and just about just like learning lines, period. It's like just know the story. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when you know the story, that's gonna cue your mind in shit. your head. And it's gonna start connecting. You know? yeah. And then yeah. off yeah. and off top two, if you got a great piece of writing, there's certain lines that you're gonna just want to can't wait to say. You're gonna remember Yeah, you're gonna remember them. 
I forgot who uh who gave me or the class or like I just forgot where I heard this from, but um enjoy the words in your mouth. Yeah, I've heard that before. Sounds yeah, scary it, shit, honestly. Awesome. It really does. <laughs> it does. But um like that that one always stuck with me. It's like, you know, really enjoy the words that you're saying. And if you don't figure out why the character, you know, wants to say and why they like saying it. Yeah. And I find that that makes it even easier. Because yeah. you're finding like the uh, fun in it. And when it's fun, you really not even working. You're not even so, working. Because that's the thing. You, know. you got into this in the first place because you thought it was fun when you was like, whenever, I can't even say when you was a kid, whenever you came across it, some part of you thought this shit was fun. Was fun. Yeah, you know fun. what I'm saying? So, right. so like, lines ain't the deal. Because I think we're talking about how like a lot of people are intimidated by August Wilson. And I'm like, I get excited oh, man. by August Wilson. because got stories. got stories. So good. He, he speaks in our vernacular. Like, to me, Shakespeare is way harder to me than anything else because specifically it's not our vernacular mm -hmm. so it takes an extra like gear in my brain to click what even the story Max. is because yeah, you know what i'm saying that's what they say if you, if yeah. you can do shakespeare you can do anything because it's the absolute truth fact yeah. y'all like you know, anybody that's done it knows they know yeah, you feel me know. like i respect you anybody who's know. doing it because i'm good at shakespeare once i work it but i know people you, that, that you, you just gotta work it though like you, you, you have no just, choice you can't just memorize that shit. Nah. No, son. Uh -uh. Memorization, that's day one. You gotta get the but then you gotta then you gotta really come back and memorize the beats of it all. With the I am every ten of us and like and then still making a story a realistic story. Because nah. the story is real. It just got a lot of I'm saying you can remember. But that's the thing, you can memorize Shakespeare words all the way down to the bongress, but if you know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. You can't communicate the message because the thing is about storytelling is really getting the message, message across. Right. And that's yeah. the challenge of Shakespeare as an actor. Like August Wilson, the biggest challenge is like naturally getting all of that language in your body, not your mouth or whatever. And that's how that goes. But Shakespeare is, can you get a crowd of people that might have never heard Shakespeare before to understand, understand what the you. fuck you just said and feel you? And you know what I'm takes, saying? And that, that work is way more tedious. Yes. That's like a lot more of a tedious job for the average actor. Mm -hmm. Like... Cause you have to really push, like you have to bracket that shit out. You gotta work it. Just like just just the way you say Shakespeare, you know, physically, like 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 makes worlds of difference in how people take it. Definitely. You know, so it's like, can you can you find that tone to where you know that particular crowd that you're kicking it for can like feel you? You know, that's a that's a that's a tall order. A tall, and because just just off a straight yes, natural talent. There's certain things that I there's certain things that I can there's certain roles I can take and I don't even have to necessarily take that many notes mm -hmm. for the character. You know what I mean? Some of them I just like I know I know what to do here. You know what yeah. I mean? I know what to say, I know how to twerk this. Yeah. There's nothing in Shakespeare that you can't you can't you can't do that. No. You 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 can't. <laughs> you go, you have to take notes, you have to break it down, you have to get you gotta be a nerd about it. It's just not to say it can't be done, because you know there are some Shakespeare geek that that just like just knows all those stories so much, you know. But that's rework. Like, they've done that work at that point. That's a lot of work, though. But they've done that. But they've done that. You know what I mean? Because for me to get to the point where I am, where certain characters I can just try on without notes, that's because I've experienced in my bag of playing the character of some sort like that yeah. enough times. Correct. You hear me? So if that's Shakespeare buff, they're buff. So to me, it's the same. Like, oh, they already did these notes. I'm speaking of. They're just going back into what they know. But like, if you somebody that's not a buff. If you ain't buying working, if you ain't working, you gonna suck. Let me tell you something, dog. When period. I come to Shakespeare's door, I have my pen and pad ready because I know I'm about to go on a ride. Now, another thing is, of course, you're gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? If you if you, if you if you believe in what you're doing and you know what you're doing, you're gonna get it. But 
man, to get there. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you this though, Shakespeare is like one of the things that once you do a couple of times, you start to get it with like some of the rest of them. Like, like you still, you start to see how to get the realism out of it. Like if you do some shit like Macbeth, or you know what I'm saying, I'm sure shit like that. So like Hamlet, you, your homework would be for Hamlet. Wouldn't be to get the real, realism out of Shakespeare. It'll be get the realism of how you want to be Hamlet. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to like talk I, about you, that play. <laughs> I, I was supposed to do Hamlet. Like that fucking play is gonna be so awesome. Yeah, I remember. No, I, I was that's one of my like favorite stories. Summer. Well, for many reasons. For that shit, but like we just didn't have enough actors to uh, put the bitch on. I was drove. I was so so drove. Like, yeah, that's gonna be. That would have been. That would have been, been. Ooh, yeah, would have yeah. been crucial. But it's all, all good though. Just a fun. I want to who to play. But your, but, your uncle. but truthfully, they, they had me up for that role. But mm. truthfully, truthfully, it was gonna suck because only a couple of people had was ready for yeah. that. Yeah, you right. was probably going to be amazing as Hamlet. But think about what you had around you at that time. Yes. Man. Yeah, like we were still really like The theater them. department was that because oh, that was truthfully gonna be the first post Katrina Diller play. Yeah. You know that had been too early for that. It was too early. Group. The department, that group was not gonna be able to handle that material at yeah. that point. Like all of them have grown and a lot of them are great now. Mm -hmm. But when you were supposed to, I remember that's, I remember I remember that year. I yeah. remember look surveying. And that's like my mask kind of ass was able to roll up in that bitch and nigga look like, oh, who's that guy? Because what they had wasn't wasn't up to par. So, but it was so, like, uh-huh. So uh y'all gonna do that? All right. Yeah, that y'all right. like that group at that time was not gonna be able to do yeah. Hamlet justice, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you said you did Hamlet. Yeah, I know you would have killed it. Did did the play. <laughs> I essentially been up there like damn near by myself. Dude, killing it the whole time. You every time they got off, man, like that shit sucked. That boy Hamlet was nice though. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Cause only guns he would have had would have been it would have been me, him, Kanae, yeah. Rodney. Yeah. Chris wasn't even there at that point. He wasn't even in that original group not, that was trying to do yet, Hamlet. No. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Shella wasn't there yet. Kyrie wasn't there yet. There's a lot of people. Jamal was there. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that was like. Not there yet. That group yeah. was not gonna be like, like he would have needed like people from the school that weren't just in the department yeah. to step up. He needed a, a lot. Yeah, he had, like a heavy he had to get a spear bomb. Cause yeah. we, even when we he did Macbeth, we did Macbeth a few years later. We barely got that off with enough people, and we had a lot more people. And that's like three years later, and we had a lot more people then. Yeah. And that still was hard. And Beth was hard. So remember at times, stay you stage right. match at times. Right. We thought that wasn't gonna come up. Was <laughs> it gonna happen? And we had guns in that, and we almost didn't get that up. Like right. it's just, it's we had guns. We had, we had we had Chris. We had Shella. We had Roddy. We had Kane. We had we had we had a good cast. Yeah. It's just so many people. Right. It takes to do a lot of these Shakespeare plays. It has a lot of moving parts. Oh my! Oh God. man! Because not only you need like people to perform. You also need that tech for it because it is a lot of moving. And parts. that's the thing about the department at the time, there were people doing both. They had to, we yeah. like we couldn't use all the tech people to act. You know what I mean? Yeah, somebody had to press the buttons and make sure we look good. All right, press the lights and get your ass down here. Get your ass yeah. down here to act too. No, it wasn't gonna work. So yeah, but to so, say it was just us though, Macbeth was a good ass. We pulled play. that bitch off. You heard me? We, no, no, we definitely did. We definitely yeah. pulled it off, son. My but. Macbeth story is so horrible, dog. Cause like I remember like Clark gave me the, the tickets to come see Macbeth, but uh, I was like, bro, this is when I did. I just finished doing Shakespeare on my own. I was like, I don't want to see no Shakespeare. You dig? And then I and then it was my downfall because I came and said, oh, I'll see the play in the uh, the next in the spring, I believe. And uh, it was 
crowns. And that wasn't as good as Macbeth. Like Ray That's was, one of the plays I didn't see. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was not cool. It was cool. Like it was just <laughs> it was just cool. And I'm gonna just leave it there because you know, rest in peace to you know Sherry directed that. But um like Macbeth though, Ray just like he really had a great imagination about that. That's when he still was like really giving the fuck. Remember yeah, he was on some we in the Congo type shit. We on some militant. You know what I mean? He went there. He had us in the freaking soldier fatigues and the motherfucking like. It really felt like some rebel shit, dog. Like he and it was cool. Like where he went with that. You hear know I me? Mean? Like I respected that. And like I think everybody had the. No, it wasn't racist at all. It, it, like he he said it like really in like one of those war torn spots where that was going down at. And he just made a big bet. And a lot of us needed that that play at the time, you feel mm -hmm. me? That was a play that Rochella was able to show everybody who the fuck she was at the time. That was a play that made, that got Chris better at like more focused on trying to work on his diction and shit. Cause dude, Chris, you can understand what the fuck he said a lot back in the day. Like the way Chris speaks now is light years. Nigga, Chris used to be mush mouth and That's he had that accent hard, hard, yeah, hard accent. son. So he'd be talking sometimes like say that shit again, Chris, what did you say? Yeah, right, niggas so grew up. Yeah, son, Chris, like, yeah, Chris with his diction, dog. I had a chip on my shoulder because, like, I wasn't a theater nigga, dog. They even realized my background with it, so they was like, oh, he could do the top dog. Like, some people just, just so jealous of me endeavoring after fucking top dog underdog, bro. You feel me? They were so jealous, son. And like, they was like, he could do the hood bro, but can he do Shakespeare? I was like, oh, can I? I did that before. So it was like a lot of us just need to do something like that. You hear me? So. Yeah, that worked out. They was gonna give you another hoop to jump through. Man, yes, I'm gonna fuck you about that shit. But I yes. work well when the fire's up. But fuck same, I'm great under pressure. Fuck y'all. Great under pressure. Don't, don't challenge me, because that's the thing, dog. I've often said, dog. I, I, I'd rather be the underdog than the one that y'all expect to be great. Yeah. When you, when underdog is always fun. Because when you when you expect it to be great, it feels like you have to do even more because now it's like, damn, son, you already think I'm going to be good, so now I got to be even better. But if you already think I'm going to suck and I already got these these big jokers in my fucking pocket, like, oh, yeah. It's all in, yeah. Let's go. Run your space, dog. I got yeah, the king, man. queen, ace, big joker, little joker. Yeah, man. But, um, but uh, yeah, but check this out. This squad right here and a bunch of other all-stars Got Dillard that Big Easy Award for two trains running. I never thought I was gonna be able to be an actor play with, especially you, Devin, because um, I didn't. You was you know you was gone at the time. You know what I'm saying I was already playing oh, yeah. one while you was there, but you was gone. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so it was like it was all of us and Darren, right? That was Darren. You know what I'm saying, Darren Nisha, like that play right there. I don't know to say that was probably my, I think my last play I did at Dillard. It was like something to leave out on. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas. That shit was an all-star play. It's a good show. Yeah, the trash running was a good show. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna forget what you told me, Martin. Uh, what's that character in Ocean? Um, Gem of the Ocean? Gem of the Ocean, yeah. Which one? Uh, they got the big black guy. They have the... The one that Solomon, Solomon, Tally Two Chain, Sally something. Yeah, Sally, Sally something. But Sally. there were two characters in there that like we we could have played also because I think we like went back and retroactively read that script. Yeah, and it was like, bruh, like we could do this, that, that, that. Yeah. And I don't know why, like just like thinking about all these plays, like it kind of made me think about that one too, because that was a good, good play also. Yeah, Jim and the, I wonder. Yeah, that was a play that. Neither uh, one of y'all was in it. We wasn't uh -huh. in Jim because uh, we did so much with Top Dog that. Did y'all chipping in y'all shoulders? Y'all did an audition or something? Uh-uh, nigga, I auditioned. You feel me? But I did not. 
I didn't. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah, I auditioned. I was trying to graduate. Yeah. I auditioned. We already laid too many uh, stones already. Yeah, was, yeah. But like, I didn't really. I honestly didn't really take it that seriously because I felt like, man, we're going to give you something in this. You know what I'm saying? So I remember I did with like a top dog monologue. We were like, boom, y'all seen this before. And here, let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that, that. And um, Ray offered me, he offered me, that's the funny part. Before we did it, he wanted me to play this one role. So I thought it was a shoe in for the, for the bad guy that uh, Homie Reef played. Yeah. Then it was one of the, it was um then when he saw uh Reef go for it, he's like, oh no, he had this other vision of he wanted a, a big bad guy and he felt like he could get Reef up the par. So then he offered me the role that Jamal was going for. And I was like, man, let Jamal do it. Like I just like yeah. say let Jamal do it because like the role I, I was I go for the role I well, I can't do that role. Jamal can't that little role over there. I, I was really on one. Like I was not feeling it. Then like you said once, cause then he still made me the dramaturg. Okay, cause he created that position. He maybe like, you know what I mean, cause he just was fucking with a lot of my ideas. So he had me there having to go to every rehearsal watching this fucking play. And I was really, then I started seeing the greatness of the play. Yeah. I'm so pissed that I missed shit. the greatness yeah. of the play. You know what I mean? On some cocky dumb shit. You hear me? And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You hear me? Because at one point, even even the even um, real riding went for um, He was like, oh, you take this yeah, one. Yeah, that one too. He, I thought it was boring that first read. I thought Rod, the one Rodney went for was boring. And I thought the one that Jamal went for was going to be like... It's just nothing I felt like doing. And since you already was sold on this nigga being the bad guy after telling me to, rehearse, to audition just so I could do the bad guy, I was like, fuck this play, dog. So, <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. Shit, son. Like, a big miss. But like I said, you had to get that, that humble the nigga, that dog. That almost happened else with fucking Snakes and Sinners. Now, that's one that actually is more dear to me than... Like, you brought up two trains and went into a war with two trains. The only thing I liked about two trains, honestly, was... Um, doing it with y'all, you feel me? Like I got to be on stage with my niggas, yeah. And um, I, and me, me and you got to take on characters, you know what I mean? Because there's no other world where we would be playing sixty and seventy year old men yeah. until we're actually sixty and seventy year old men, or at least right. fifty. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So take cause that because that was that was a nice challenge to take on. Most definitely, you know what I mean? Definitely enjoyed it. But Saints and Sinners, like you said, the, the ghost play of Dillard University at the time, man, like that was that that was a wonderful experience because that was a whole new director's vision coming to the college. Shouts out to Evan. And um he like at the point, like at that point, because like when you were at Dillard University, dog, we often say you had this person and that person, you had all these yeah, other teachers yeah, yeah. and directors, so you had different people mind to pick. When me and Joe was there, it was just Ray. And yeah. no disrespect to Ray, but I, I like I stand by. You need more than one professor to learn um, this craft from. You know what I'm saying? Like people be surprised when we be like we just had one professor because like like they be like one white professor. You hear me? Right. Well, 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 he's ethnic or something. He ain't like white white. But yeah, it's not so whenever came through, it was like oh shit, like you the young cat fresh out of grad school, mm -hmm. black dude. And he just had this, he had all these ideas, you know what I'm saying? And like Joe said, we was about to be on some cocky shit because we were just coming off of Fences and fucking um, Homegirls. We just came from yeah. two back-to-back -back plays going hard. You heard me carrying them bitches yeah. a degree. Well, the second one especially. And, um, and so we was like, man, and he was doing, like, the, the way it looked, he was doing this play of, like, it seemed like his monologues or something. So we was like... Whatever, man. We can sit this one out. Whatever, man. At first, we were even going to audition, dog. Right. And like, I mean, and everybody else, a lot of people would hate on us and shit. 
was oh, like, oh, did they? Because they, they were so bucked to see what they teach us. So they was like, just yeah, knew yeah, we're yeah. going to be shoe ins for this play. Or we're going to be in this one. It's not going to be the same old people. It's not going to be those uh, same yeah. guys. We really have a shot this time. It's not Ray's favorites. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Ray's boys. Oh, so y'all the favorites. It's like, you know, when niggas, when niggas ain't up to your level, they got to make up yeah. excuses for oh, why yeah. they're not up. It's like, my nigga, nobody yeah. giving us these roles. We all auditioned. Yeah, right. And I thought that we go hard. Sorry, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it was straight super last minute that me, Joe, and Raheem just decided, I guess we'll go audition. And, like, legit. Went in there with some old shit. Like, it, it was so last minute. And he cast me, Joe, right? <laughs> <laughs> he cast squad, Right. They were like, what? They didn't even get cast. The people talking and shit thinking they were shoeheads didn't even get cast. Not one of them. Eat that. Not Y'all one that. of them. Y'all and again, and once again, that director did not know us. Right. And that it was, was a bunch. That was a big right. audition. Buku people yeah. came too. She Raheem skipped the person. <laughs> he did. He came late and skipped the motherfucker. And he, like I said, we all went in there on some half-ass shit. But he saw the bitch. <laughs> he saw it. And he also said he saw it in a lot of Let's go. You heard me? So, like, that that just came together so wonderfully. And that was a nice little challenge because he had a different way of looking at theater. You yeah. feel me? It was new like, and fresh and popping. I it, loved the way he was looking. Yeah, it was fresh, man. He mixed the whole... like, And he... And he would look at, it was so wonderful, it, like, I learned, like, it was great how he put his Megazord together, because he looked at the scenes and things he picked out, and he looked at his squad, and he looked at, okay, there's your strength, there's your strength, there's your strength, like, he gave us all scenes and monologues to our strengths, and it was just, like, like wonderful how that happened, dog, like, yeah, and then he also had a moment in there where he had us really doing improv on the spot, in the show, he was like, "We gonna have these things. We gonna set up, and we gonna show y'all. We gonna show these people that you could do improv live." So it was like this trippy ass like idea that we really brought together with no money. He said, "I'm about to show you," because he felt like the old heads there, like yeah, they, weren't they weren't really fucked with him like mm-hmm. they should have. So he said, "You know what? I'm gonna do a play with no money. Mm-hmm. No money gonna be spent. You hear me? That's what we you gonna do like you really gotta like put Sorry. your shit down. He used, like yeah, uh, he used the materials that was there. You mm-hmm. feel me? Again, he, he he assembled his army. It was like like what five dudes and five girls or like four and four something like that. He assembled mm-hmm. all us." And um, like I said, he gave the people that was strong in monologue strong monologues. The people that was good in scenes, like 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 scene work with another person. He gave another people that was like the singers. He gave the sing like Raheem got a song, fucking Sherelle got a song. You know what I mean? Like oh, dude, yeah. he 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 put and that's the thing is the one show that did not get filmed. It's like that's what we call the ghost show. That's why it's the biggest poster up there. You hear mm-hmm. because uh, like they did not support it, even though it's probably one of the best things they had done. I mean, even down to the point of he was on some psychology shit. How he wanted people to come in the motherfucking sit down. He's like, Martin, you be in all the plays. They're gonna expect you to be in a play. We're not gonna put your face on the on the on the, on the thing for people. Mm-hmm. Sit in the audience. You just be in the audience. Everybody gonna be asking you about this shit, right? They gonna be like wondering what's going on with you, and you just play it off like you're not even in the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He had another person, like he had two other people playing ushers. Like Raheem was an usher, yeah, right, right. you feel me? Mm-hmm. And like they like, and so at one point when the play started, his whole deal was like this, like this freaking goddess of the theater wanted to be entertained or some shit, and she was like taking people from like the um like to to come entertain her and shit. Mm-hmm. So like. When she got up there, she beamed, she get Raheem, and Raheem, who was an usher, now is coming. She beamed me, I come from the middle of the damn audience, stepping on the mother, and people looking like, what the fuck? Oh, that's it? Oh, you motherfucking like dog. He have like... Darren is coming through the fucking... Darren and Kyrie coming from under. Under the motherfucking plate, and like I said, from the overture pit, crawling out, like the shit was so trippy, like... I love it. Me and Yashika are dressed in all black, 
and we are rotating these periectoids with our bodies. With their bodies. Where you can't see us. Just the periectoids moving. And he said, don't use your hands. Bruh. That shit was stuck. That we had this shit rotating. He had these, he had those two faces, dog. Like my tattoo on the motherfucking periectoids rotating, dog. So we got our positions. Our clothes, what we changed in, was under the set, dog. Oh. We changed our clothes under the set. And it was one of those things. He, he brought all his Cal Arts like type of sensibilities. Like he made us a squad. Like we would do, like we that was the first, like we would, we would do these like all kind of like, exercise together. It just was really like some team building shit. But it didn't feel stupid because sometimes I'd be in some people rehearsals with plays and shit. And if you have me playing these goofy ass games that don't feel like it's really serving what you're supposed to be doing, like right. you know, what I mean, if you gonna have me playing some of this hippy dippy shit, you know hear I me? Mean? <laughs> let it let it feel like it it it's it productive it still. serves yeah. this this play or yeah. this story. No, don't do it because you learned in theater school. This is what y'all do. No, nigga, pick the games that serve what we're doing. Yeah. So it can all make sense when we're doing shit. Right. You know hear me? Be so intentional. Man, he had us on a lot of that shit to the point that we was all kicking on our own and shit. We was like, like we really became like how y'all were talking about old Dilly was. Yeah, we became a squad, son. Yeah. Nigga, we went streaking and shit. Like we would, we did all kind of oh, things yeah, together yeah. as a squad, son. Like and like even putting up the posters. Man, he had somebody else to do the posters. We didn't like the posters, so my nigga Cloud, when we used to work at Kinko's. Cloud hooked us up on the posters in the middle of the night, oh, nigga. Right, we right, just right. fucking put posters up gorilla style. You hear me? Like so, like when you talk about it, like I have way more like just warm feelings about that play than even two trans because that play really felt like that like play we really just... made that happen. Like it was really some renegade shit mm-hmm. with, with, with the with the with the professor that nobody was that they weren't even backing. It felt like the whole thing felt renegade. The whole thing. You hear me? And then and then another beautiful thing was he was throwing all these black. Artists work, you know what I mean? Because a lot of times, I've even heard of before, dog. Like, well, we was like, Who is this? What is this? Where this come from? And people we supposed to fucking know, and he mixed it up in this collage, dog. We even had rap in there, we had all kinds yeah, of dog, shit rapping and breakdancing. So him and Darren had that shit with Slanguish. That shit was so fucking dope. And because oftentimes, dog, like one of the drawbacks would be you'll feel like you're doing a lot of the same work, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and sometimes I'll be used to feel like, like, dude, you gotta have more than just these civil rights plays. You gotta right. have more than just this slavery shit. Like, 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 and that's one of the reasons why I was like, dude, Top Dog on the Dog, when we was in it, had one of the biggest crowds that period, you know what I mean? Like you was just an image, and image broke all, all all records. But dog, top dog, underdog. After that, they didn't really like. It started to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. And I would often feel like it's dwindling because you're not giving these motherfuckers stories that they can identify right, with. Right. When you saw top dog, right. it was modern. They talk like you talk. That's right. students on the campus. You gotta give the people what they want. You hear I me? Mean? Right. So like that was another one of those Saints and Sinners by word of mouth. We had packed shows mm-hmm. because if you watch it, it was contemporary. Right. And I was like I said, it was, it was so good that we was able to learn like about these artists, about those works, and you know what I mean, do some shit that felt like something. Like because that's uh, I felt like I was in a grad school program with that kind of teaching. From what I got in my undergrad, that like that felt like a step up of education, dog. I okay. felt like not only was I learning something new, I was learning so much that was black. And I was learning so much, dog, that was just transforming my body, my mind, just everything I think about with theater, dog, and how I could be new and fresh. And it ain't, I ain't got to be a, sometime a little stiff, you know what I'm saying? With, with like you said, the civil rights and shit. And see, and that's, what, and that's the thing when people ask me, like, okay, which one you like more, theater or film, you feel me? And I like, I love them both. It's just the experience you're going to get, the whole experience of doing a play, especially if it's the right way. You're not gonna get that with film. There's nothing like because that. your rehearsals are gonna be so like like I said, oftentimes people are like, oh, who you been studying with or who you been getting coached by? I'm like, I've been a play, yo. Because a lot of all that shit that y'all gonna be doing, 
with them with them teachers. I'm gonna do like we're gonna do scene breakdown. We're gonna do character breakdown. Right. We're gonna work these motherfuckers for at least a month or two. You feel me? So while you taking different scenes, bitch, I'm really working a character in a way that I might not get booked in a TV show or film that's gonna let me flex like this. Right. But guess what? Muscle gonna be ready for when I do because I was in this motherfucker. Yeah, dog. You take all the months and put that bitch in one week. You be like, all right, I I just gotta crunch super time now. But I'm about to break this bitch down. But as you much know as I what can. they do because the theaters. Yeah. When you say that about that one play, think about any theater experience you was in. You got to really work. Even if you had a small role, y'all going to work. Y'all going to do the role, fucking though. work. Yeah. You, you feel work, me? Work, so, work has got to be done. Yeah, there's, son. There's so, no way around that shit, dog. Because you got to do the work for film, son, but you don't got as much time and you don't got really no one holding your hand. You, yeah. You're like, on film, is like really cut the cord. You got to get it in. You know what I mean? You got to do what he was on, nigga. Gone. But theater is like everybody's together as a team and we're all understandably doing this work together, whether it's squad building or whether it's just like breaking down story, breaking down scene. Like, if you don't understand something, you might talk about the scene. Like, it's just different. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I think, uh, like, like, like with theater, I don't know. For me, I kind of think of it like, you know, it's, uh, it just nurtures your art more than film does. Film doesn't really nurture your, like, your art muscle like in that in that same way that theater does and i think it's probably because of virtue of time spent on it like you just have way more more time to like work your work your character doing theater than you do film you know most of the time you know like that 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 time spent part of it is like super important and in and in film you don't even really socialize with the whole cast like like that usually like with a play is like way less people and it's like you just get to know like more people like in a more closer way, kinda. It's me, I look at it like this, dog. Film and theater. Theater is um theater is a wild dance, or if I put in a, in a fight, it'll be a um it'd be a it'd be a, a sword fight, you dig. And th and film is like fencing, you dig. They they they're so special, even though they we got both swords in their own different way. When I think about film, I think about its own art that is very unique and very... I enjoy it very much. Like, it's not theater, and theater's feeling is something so live and vibrant that I don't think it'll be, nothing can replace that, nothing, because it just can't. But there's something about the art of what you do create in that theater and that magic of, like, how... The thing about theater is that... Not the theater, I mean film. The thing about film is that if you know your job, that's, that's the thing about everyone is on their job. As long as you're on your job, that's how the team works. But, man, this everyone is rooting for you to be on your job, though. They're doing all they can and putting all their works in it so you to be on your job. And when you're on your job and some of the magic you do create and when you go back and see it and, and like when you know how to actually work angles and see where you're at in the camera to work that as well as staying real into the world, it's just it's just a certain art that I'm just I'm loving that I'm mastering that, that I, every day that I get to master and then play with. Whereas, you know, I don't know, I find that because I guess I'm also starting to fall in love with the camera and how I want to tell a story through a lens. I'm saying like, well, that's two different things in a way what y'all talking about. Like what D talking about is like, I want to speak on we talking about that art muscle thing. That see the thing with film and theater with that is circumstance. Like most times, especially if you're getting a local play or some shit, most times you're gonna most likely be able to get a role of some substance in that play. Mm -hmm. You hear me? Most times, so you're gonna be able to like really work. If you're if 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 you're not unless you're talking about your own film works. If you depend upon your agent to get you booked in a good film or a good TV series, it takes us a lot of times, unless you get in one of those fire-ass roll-of-dice right. situations, 
it's you have to build up before you get any role of substance. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's when you get to the level of getting roles of substance, that camaraderie with the cast feels more like theater. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're gonna be working more together. Like that makes sense. It takes a couple of months to get a film done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now you're not. But here's the one difference: is two, is is multi layered. On one end, it depends upon what you are in the in the film project. Like, cause in theater, no matter what, you're gonna get tight with everybody. Cause mm -hmm. y'all all gonna always be together. A lot of times in film and TV, you might mostly get tight with the people you're usually in the scenes with. Mm -hmm. You might see the other people at night. Yeah. And, and then y'all camaraderie build if y'all either build it outside or the TV and film is different because TV and movies are different because TV, you at least got, if you're recurring, if you're on that bitch, y'all gonna build, period. Yeah. Film, you're only gonna be there for so long. <clears throat> so it's different. But I feel like your art, your sensibilities that what you need for your muscle is is going to be dependent upon how how you feel about what you said about the art muscle because we started in theater so like how we how we even attack the craft is going to no matter what our basis is theater yeah. even even no matter how much film shit we learn yeah. how we even look at craft is from a theater mind state we got friends who ain't never do theater and they're excelling and being successful in film mm -hmm. and TV. So they come in that bitch with their film mindset and they feel like they flexing their art muscles too because mm -hmm. their art muscles were built different. You know what I mean? It's like we was under the water and we learned the fucking Aquaman shit in Atlantis. And if they've been on land, they gonna know the land dwelling shit. You hear know I me? Mean? We both strong. You did, you did, but we just need different things. Um, but totally. you know, but what you was talking about made me think of like the um the difference between, like we often say, film is a visual art, theater is more of a performance art. And the reason it feels that way, oh, pause. And in film too, you're gonna get tied with your crew way more than you realize, too, by comparison to theater. Like your crew in film a lot of times become just like a fellow um, castmate. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah. they always there, they always yeah. helping you, they there, you know what I mean? It's like so, People often underestimate how important crew is, crew especially is, yeah. in crew film. Crew make it feel like it's home. Crew is, is important, of course, in both mediums, but like something about you're not as separated because the crew is there. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times in theater, the crew is up here somewhere. They're in your film. Nope, you're in the trenches with these niggas. Yeah, they they see you're in your more vulnerable state. If you got to cry, we got to care. You know what I mean? And everybody be watching. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Everybody, everybody be watching everybody. your everybody. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, that you and, the, you and the crew develop probably that familiar thing that you build with your cast in theater. But what I was saying about the theater and film experience of the, the, the visual versus performance, um, we get that instant gratification on stage. You get that same feeling when you watch it in a screening with an audience. You hear I me? Mean? But the difference is just the difference. Yeah. And it depends upon what gets you off. Yeah. <laughs> you hear I me? Mean? Really, what's your drug of choice? Because sure. some people don't know about that theater experience, but you know, they still they, they get it. When they get it and they get it right, that's how I feel. But I am glad that I started theater. I never, Same. I never, I, I never, never changed change that. I wouldn't trade that never. at all. Mm -hmm. Even if you got it, got it out of the mud, out the gridiron. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of film actors wish they like they be jealous. Not, <laughs> not jealous in the way of in a negative way, but no, like be like, like that. You know what I mean? Envy's probably. Not, you it, know what I'm trying to say? It's like, like it's like when you pledge and you don't. Yeah. To a degree, where you have that 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 wonder of damn, I wonder, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 
Welcome to the show, y'all. We've been running for a minute. I don't know how much of this y'all gonna actually hear because this has been a podcast in and of itself. Right. Uh, I mean, there's some shit gonna get cut, but we back, guys. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? Welcome to the we Flower Best Pack Podcast, Damn. episode. Fuck. 139. Nigga, ain't no 139, nigga. Probably 129 or something. Close to it. As as I look it up, man, this has become a, a natural bit. Not even a bit that we mean to do. But right. nigga just always forget them. Don't know. The episode number. Then we take breaks like the break we've taken. We're on 115. 115. All right. You hear me? <laughs> 114, the longer the stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, guys, that actor guy, Martin Bats Bradford in the building, you hear me? You can find me at Mr. Bats, spelling Mr. Otto, you can find another cat. And as always, I'm here with my brothers. What up, what's good? I'm back, hoes. It's your boy, D Mizzle. You can catch my Instagram at FrenchBreakKid and check out my clothing brand at Your Dig Brand. At Your Dig Brand.com, official website, and uh, we back. We back. Passe one. This your boy Alpha Joe, fresh out the gumbo, still deep in the root. But if you're out in the streets and you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram, Alpha Joe, no E504. Remember, COVID is still going on. Wear your motherfucking meds, bitch. You dig? And we back. Yeah, man. What's up, y'all? As always, we man. We know y'all missed us. You dig? Uh, thank y'all who've been keeping up with the reviewing that show, man. Me and Marty, you know, we've been having fun with that. We just did Judas and the Black Messiah, and we a talked. Masterpiece. We, yeah, definite, definite masterpiece. Uh, we yes. talked Your Honor that season finale. That yeah. season. That was I gotta great. watch that. I gotta watch that. I'm glad it's over. What is it on? <laughs> we watch it on at on Prime. Good, I got it. But you gotta get Showtime for Prime because it's a Showtime show. That's that's how I got it. Yeah. No, but now, nah, nah, this is what happened, dog. They get free thirty days, but you gotta remember to take that bitch off, cause that's how they got me. I didn't. There you go. So I gotta, I gotta fire stick. Oh, fire stick the shit on, dog. But like, yeah, tune into reviewing that show on this feed. You did, but uh, we've been doing a lot of doing, so we gonna get to the business, man. First off, we are gonna pull out that scroll. Hear ye, hear ye. Scrolls where we shout out our brother and sister podcast. As always, it's the podcast that we rock with. And most importantly, as my brothers always remind me, that rock with us. That's the important part. Such as the Your 30 podcast with wow. Marty Edwards and Lawrence J. Weber Jr., the wow. Arrogant Observer, aka the Black Actopedia. The Mrs. and the Mike podcast, the Sugar yeah. Sass and Sarcasm podcast, the 50420 podcast, the Home Video Hustle, Home Video, Video Hustle podcast. I just said a couple of movies too, so they should be reviewing those soon, hopefully. Outside of the Home Video Hustle podcast. Yeah. It's so funny how this friendship has built. <laughs> Duh, I found them on a random when um, Tales from the Hood 2 came out. They were one of the few spots that... Um, that didn't give it like this horrible review. <laughs> Cause I'm looking at the reviews, I'm like, I'm curious what these like, reviews oh, are because you know what I mean? I had my feelings about Tesman Hood too. Like I like what I like and I didn't like what I didn't like. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So I just was taking in what the consensus was, you know what I mean? So I remember listening to the podcast on a random and I was like, oh, these dudes are funny. Like I just I just was very entertained by their just natural way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just saw, oh, they just randomly review all kind of random ass shit. This seems fun. So, like, yeah, man, shouts out to uh, Brent and PJ, dog. For sure. Uh, they be doing their thing on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Some kind of way we got to do a crossover, y'all. On the East yeah. Coast, on the other side of town. The Nerd Shit Podcast. The Nerd, nerd Shit. The Peanut Gallery Podcast. Shout out to that boy D early. You hear me? The Self Aware Millennial Podcast. Big ups to J Mix and the Living. Hey. 
Millennial Podcast. 2021, dog. Biden hit Syria. Okay. I feel like that's, that's what all presidents yeah, do. Like, I feel like, like you know, Yeah. Niggas like, letting him kind of <laughs> rock and roll with that shit. They ain't too up in, up in arms about that yet. I don't care about shit that that man do, dog. <laughs> like, to be perfectly honest, dog. Yes, it's like, dog, the bar got pulled back. Because he go to he go to here, he go to real, all real, dog. The presidential bar has never been what it needs to be for all people, not for all yeah. Americans. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, and what happens is, is this tug of war between Republicans and Democrats that happened before we were even born. Mm-hmm. That we get a little bit close to progress, and then we get a little bit pulled back, and a little bit close, and a little bit pulled back. You feel like with every president, you feel me? They all come with the real shit and the bullshit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So at a point. I think a lot of people don't understand what the president's job is, which first off, it's a job. Right. It's um, not supposed to be no one we necessarily like. It's not a horrible one. You're right. not an activist, though. It's, it's not right. It's not even the most noble job necessarily right. at all times. You're the rule of the fucking free world. And that's a, that comes with a lot of bullshit, son. So a lot of times when we be expecting perfection and absolute goodness from a politician, we already have okay, we already say as a country we don't trust lawyers. Then we say we don't trust politicians who most of them used to be lawyers. Mm-hmm. Then we say you get to the president who's a trust him at utmost, but he was a politician and a lawyer. So right. it's like, what the fuck are you expecting? I don't right. expect much doing? from a president but to be a president. But Donald Trump came through and ruined even the low bar we had naturally. Because off the dump, we've been saying for years, I want the whole regime to just be changed. Mm-hmm. All y'all niggas, all y'all old motherfuckers in the house, in the yeah, city. Yeah, like all the vital organs need, need to be Need to switch out. Need to switch all that shit out. We need a fundamental just baptism. Like, yeah. um, no, no, that's not the word. Uh, 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 you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, uh, rebirth? Uh, no. Uh, forging, yeah, uh, forging like that word, like cleanse, my nigga. Yeah. Like when you a purge, that's the word. Yeah. We a freaking purge with fire. <laughs> you feel me? If I have my way, you did. But to me, buy it is just back to status quo American shit. Like, yeah, but I would take status quo versus what the what fuck, the fuck we, we had. We went so below status quo for the past four years, yeah, and that really good. sucks because I mean, I do hate status quo. Everything like that's the shit that we like, you know, trying to push push back on. But that's like a sad day when like you prefer that versus. I'll take know. some status quo. Status. I'll take some status quo for the next four years, and then yeah. then I'm a character. Okay, now let's now that we all kind of normal again, guys. Yeah, let's get some right, work let's done. Let's, let's pick a good president. Let's pick a better president because really Biden would became president out of some default shit too. Yo, we all yeah, by default. That's why I hate that people going, oh, look at your guy Biden. Biden wasn't anyone's guy. Kamala was my guy. He was just the guy that was there that could take over from Trump who shouldn't have been there. So, you know what I mean? Right now, some of the people on the right. And another thing, thing too. It's only been my people. Yeah, that's all we tell people. That's all we tell That doesn't matter, but they about to get right down to it, son. Like, this is politics. Like, I feel what you're saying. You know know what I mean? Some people, but you know, some people go, look at how bad it is. Some people go, Biden's just like Trump. I'm like, really, guys? Like, they ride this nigga hard. I'm like, bro, it's been a month. I know that. It's been a month. It's only been a month. I was on a game, dog. They are still salty about that shit. And a nigga was playing with me on 2K, and nigga said, Biden's going to take our guns away. It looks what he's did already. I said, but Trump, I said, Trump has had a whole riot, bro. Did you know I said all the white people out there? He said, there was some black people out there. That's not the answer to any of what I've said. And also, Biden is not taking anyone's guns. Nice. But, uh, like, yeah, y'all, we usually start up with the starter section, but that felt like some (laughs) A2P right quick. Just real fast. Yeah, son. Uh, the start section where we talk about some hot topics and shit. We gonna talk about a few. Uh, after that, 
I had some etouffee, and it's gonna be a short etouffee, but the way I wanna come at this is like three stories that make me wanna ask y'all about something. Okay. But um, after that etouffee, we get into that uh, Dose of North America. Which is your friendly reminder of just where we stay and just what the fuck we be, be dealing, dealing with. Oh shit. Yeah. Ain't a little bit of no, huh? Bitch, I know you lying. As we talk about that crazy shit out there, you know, that not new yeah, all Now that no, huh? We get into that. Head. We got some sports, Joe. Oh, yeah, we got a little sports. Fuck yeah, yeah. As you can already, <laughs> <laughs> as you can already tell, this is going to be a pretty unorthodox episode. We're uh, going to just keep it pushing, man. But that's what happens when you ain't been here in a minute, bro. You got yeah, a lot. You got to get super loaded. Yeah, we are the Potty Mouth Pothead podcasters. So the pot, the pothead, the pot part started already. So. Yeah. Pop need, the pot the party. I need y'all to roll up, break it down, and let's get into this shit right now without any more duas, man. I think I like that. Hear it, man. You should probably start start saying that more. Let them know that's what they need to do. Because if y'all go, we if y'all gotta come again on a flight with us because we are on a flight. <laughs> you hear me? For sure. So uh, let's get to that starter section. Lying about how much you had made, rumors and shit that you handmade. Would you buy this if I sold that? Hey, what the hell is my soul at? The American need for American green is America's greed. That's the American dream. Black America too busy chasing white American dreams. But we sleep, so let's everybody eat them repeat. Where the fuck the cheese? Where the mozzarella at? Tell me where it be. Yeah, I'm a fiend. Sex, money, green. Give me what I need. Where the fuck the cheese? Where the mozzarella at? Tell me where it be. First up in the starter right. section. Now what? Now what? Oh yeah, rest, now in, what? rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. She died since yeah. since rest we were been off. Lord, but, uh, why? Not to be uh, crass or disrespectful or anything like that. Nothing like that at all. But when she passed, like, I wasn't super, super sad because she had a really great run. 96, 98? Yeah, like... 96 years old she died of? I don't know, but it, it, was, it was 90-something, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I like I if, it was 95. if you got into your 90s, like, you won. Into your 90s. Like, you won the life game. Like, you done seen it all. Like, you had a great fucking run. Like, like 90s is old, seen a lot of shit, so. And she was still working. She was still yeah. active, then relevant, you, active. Then you died doing what you love. What you love, like, yeah. I wasn't too, too mad, but most most definitely. She, her grandchildren are grown, son. Huh? Peace, yeah. You know? Her grandchildren got children. She got good grandchildren. So, I just watched 96. I was right. She died in 96. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, dude. You know, she was a titan. She was a legend. And yeah. she just deserves the respect. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it's freaking Cicely Tyson. They can, like, it go, like, period. You did. Yeah, sure. Cicely Tyson is just so, God level. God level. I, I was just about to say, God level. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. Someone who was not Cicely Tyson, uh, Tessica... <laughs> Uh, Tessica Brown, the chick that was got famous. I don't want to call her the Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh, Gorilla Glue Girl. Specifically because I don't want to call another black person the Gorilla anything. Understand. <laughs> but the Glue Head Girl, her mm-hmm. Glue Head ass. Uh-huh. Made by Gorillas. You hear me? Tessica Brown has an agent, a full-time agent, off of the popularity of uh, an attention that she got off of accidentally gluing her hair. Let me tell you, dog. Um, I think she had merch and in, in, in everything. Yeah, I mean, she got a blue verified stick off all this. Like, it, it really, it's a sign of the times when you see that, like, 
you can get famous and get there's there's actors I know that don't have agents that that are like skilled and talented and mm-hmm. work. You hear mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. And it's a feat. But she just did something. No offense, stupid. We got popular for it, and that's what we are, dog. And what, are your, those, what are your What are your feelings about that as it, a it, as a uh, actor? It's double. It's on one end. It's like I said this online before. It's like I'm not gonna hit on anybody black getting any coins. If you can, if you can get your coins in some kind of way, mm-hmm. Tessa could get your fucking coins because in this country, a lot of times we gotta skip steps as a mm-hmm. black person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you, I I can't hate on it. You know. But from an art artist perspective, like it's it's frustrating because it's like I like I just say I have a lot of people I know that I wish they could get that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just some representation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's hard. And it's not like it'll be one thing. I don't know your story, lady, but you're in your forties. You already had a business. You're doing your thing. It don't strike me as you had this dream to act. There's people who like who 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 have been sacrificed. That's what I often say to people, dog. Um, once you commit. To living a life of uh, chasing the dream of your craft being your 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 bread and butter, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes in that. You feel me? A lot of milestones that a lot of our contemporaries and our peers hit, we don't get to hit at the same time because we're a lot of times still chasing this or whatever it is. So when I look at all the sacrifice that motherfuckers put in, when I see people just stumble across the the the, the W. Mm-hmm. It's like damn, like it, it, it's like ugh. You hear me? It's like I'm happy you getting you, but ugh. You hear me? It's like a, a two-edged sword. At the same that. time, they've also to I'll piggyback on that. Um, TikTok and influence TikTokers and influencers can now get to be sag, and that's become a conversation within all this as well. You hear me? And on one end, I understand there are some TikTokers that are viral and famous that are talented as fuck. I understand why. Yeah, you make content, you hear me? Mm-hmm. But there's other ones that it's just like this thing. You got famous just off of some goofy shit, and now you get to get a SAG credit when I got people who have agents even who are just still grinding to get that one speaking role to be SAG, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, it's double-edged. It's just me. a double-edged sword. Yeah. You know, my feelings are pretty much similar. It's just kind of a two-way, two-way street. It's like, you know, get your, get your money, but goddamn, you know? We got people out here, like, you know, that's working. Working. And grinding, like, you know, winning the debt for school. And, and as I shit, say, sacrificing, you know, cutting like, off really a limb. Yeah. You heard me for you know, this shit. So, you know. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the way you put that shit. Uh, <laughs> it used to be like, like that. I'm at the point where I don't question ways. Right, right, dog. <laughs> what it is, dog. Yeah. Chum along. Right. Oh, she got a full time agent over that? Cool. That's what's up. You heard me? Real talk. That I mean, was a blessing you because you were really looking for help and you got more than help. You got a whole different lifestyle to live. You know what I'm saying? I'm really happy for you because who the fuck knows what's really going on with your life? You put glue in your hair and your life was all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Now but you not necessarily y'all fucked up. She had a going business. You I know mean, what I mean? So it's like when I look at this going, this I might just want to pick on her, but when you bring her back, because I was speaking in general of people that just go viral off of dumb dumb. But even her specific situation, I know motherfuckers starving, you know what I mean, for this shit. Like, don't got nothing. Mm-hmm. Fuck a business. You hear me? I ain't got shit. Couldn't even buy a can of Gorilla Glue. You hear me? Because they want to go all in for this shit. And they can't even get a, a don't even, can't even get a foot in the door. She threw some shit in her head and went viral. And now she got it. So it was like, Fuck. you hear me? I feel what you're saying because at the end of the day, 
you, you what happened in your world still don't affect my world. <laughs> you hear me? It's not gonna stop me or it's not gonna stop me from getting me. Yeah. So hey, great thing happened for you. But just off like the principled idealistic angle is when my mind be like, damn. The principality smoky, fuck it. Yeah, it's the principalities, bro. Man, I, feel, I, I let the principalities princi- go, bro. Because like certain principalities, I was like that, let them go. I let them go, cause dog, you know what I'm saying? Those kind of things is like, you know. Like fuck it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, to me, to me, just you know, I'm just like, I'm just like, what's up on all that shit, dog? When people get viral off shit like that, when people don't like take the art super, and I can say take it super serious, but haven't gone through the whatever grind or this and third, and they still got some shit going on with them. I don't know why it was like that for them, dog. Just why I don't, I don't know why a lot of things. I don't care why. That's not what I'm wondering whatsoever. I, don't, I mean, I'm just saying like, I all right, how can I say this? You don't that concern shit, yourself with it. Yeah, that shit just like. That's what's up, dog. I fucks with it. And that's it. I think both of those things are right. You know, you can... Really, I don't think neither one is wrong, yeah. Yeah, like, you can, you know, not no. give it too much energy, but, you know, nigga do understand, you know. I'm not giving it much energy either. My thing is, is if you ask me a question about it... Yeah, yeah, you tell me That's just my answer. Yeah. I'm not obsessing over it because, again, what you eat don't make me shit is not yeah. stopping me. Because that's the thing I often have when we talk about the black Brits versus the American black yeah. actors. Mm-hmm. And all these motherfucking American black actors acting so fucking pressed because a couple of British motherfuckers is getting some roles as if American black actors still ain't getting roles. And I often be like, bro, worry about yourself, nigga. Yeah, you know get, what I'm saying? Get, get you going. Get, get good. Because no matter what, that? any role I get, I have to beat out not only a Brit, I had to beat out an African. I had to beat out an Australian. I had to I beat, beat out a whole of, bunch of niggas. Yeah, I had to beat out a New York nigga. I had to beat out a Cali nigga. Any role you get, you're competing with the fucking world. It's not. There's right. only so many parts and thousands of niggas. Right. You hear me? Thousands of women. It's thousands of people. You feel me? So if you get so concerned about a couple of Brits getting right. some roles, bitch, you you thinking wrong anyway. You think it's peons and, pe- and it's small. Your small, perspective small is peons. fucked. Yeah, it, 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 it really is. Regardless, so, you know, my mind, yeah. my, that's what my natural body be. I see that shit like, uh, and keep it pushing naturally because I'm like, nah, I'm focused on some me shit. But, like, my natural answer if someone asks me is like, nah, dog, if I, if I had to choose where my respect lies or if I had to choose what I support, I support the underdog nigga and woman that that, that that's grinding. Yeah. That is that's getting training. That's taking it seriously. You're that's sacrificing. You hear me? Get your coins, boo boo, on the left, but on the right, I'm rocking with you to get. I really, I'm really like cheering you on more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Agreeable. Yeah. I'm supporting all that shit. I'm like, oh y'all get it popping. Yeah, I'll get it popping. But one of y'all, I like, put, put my money behind. <laughs> one of y'all put my money behind, and one of y'all I'm not. You hear me? Um, Boosie is obsessed with Lori Harvey's boy body count. My question is, Boosie, is this on purpose at this point? Like, maybe. Nah, maybe. Could you say something controversial? Just to be provocative. Maybe so, He gets son. to get the people going. He gets them going, son. Like, don't remember, he is a, he's, he's a fucking rapper. He's not super relevant right now. Not musically. Sonically, no. Like, but he's, he's relevant as fuck. But he's keeping his name buzzing. He's funny. So, you know. At all times. And he that's, and you can monetize that. He is. So, you know. Like, I was on the field like, though, like, Boosie, are you trolling everyone? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he dropped an album soon or a piece of merchandise or something. Does he even have to right now? Like, he stays relevant like and i believe i think what you about to say i believe he believes what he's saying it's not like i don't think i don't think he's just saying this shit just to say some shit he, <laughs> right, he ain't just like he, nah he's i don't i don't, secretly, I don't strike him as that yeah he's, nah, nah. i don't think it's like that but i but i do think he does be like oh shit lord all these niggas let me say something about this <laughs> I mean, they're gonna, they gonna, they gonna love to see what i feel about this right like they're gonna love to hear my fucking opinion yeah look here boots baby know. 
Man, yeah. Let me just give his opinion. Because one of the most interesting things about, like, when you get online is realizing, like, there is somebody that... It's not like there's there's somebody for everybody that makes sense. It's like, even even if you know hundreds of people that think Boosie's out of his fucking mind, Mm -hmm. there's somebody that don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's your audience. Vice vice versa, also. And I understand like, him, I'll tell you that. Like, that's like something I was I was thinking about recently, son. Like, I don't support. Like, people... <laughs> <laughs> He's understanding why I don't support you, stupid. <laughs> like, we have this thing where, you know, you can't give your opinion about shit that you see on the internet. Like, you know, people get really up, upset with you if you have a critical eye towards something that they might like, right? Mm. But... Whoever posted whatever you got your critical eye on, it's like, dude, I feel like whatever you put on the internet, like if you're putting it physically on the internet, whether it's picture, video, music, like you, that's what you signed up for. Like somebody's going to disagree with it or don't like it. And it's like, that's just what comes with the territory. Like you are going to encounter that fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like just has found a way to keep himself, like like you said, on. I want to see relevant, um, hot off of, like nigga said, being provocative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because just saying whatever the hell he comes to mind. Cause, whatever it is. Because on like, the opposite that's, that's end, be there. I give Lori Harvey pops, dog. She don't really be doing shit. Everyone's talking about her. Like, it's not like she's saying... She's existing. She just be existing. Other people take pictures of her and put her out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lori's like the complete opposite of all that. Like, so it's like funny, like, where uh, you could look at Boozy, bro, you trying real hard to stay, like, have people bring up your name. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about Lori Harvey, who don't be trying at all, bro. She just... Here's my... Okay, here's my, just, here's my one thing. She's just doing her. Is this true... She dated Puff Puff Daddy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And did she also date Puff Puff Daddy's son? Yeah. Uh, no, here go the deal. Allegedly, here go the deal. Allegedly? No, he, either way it go, here go the deal. Like, she was fucked. She was cool with the nigga, which translates to me as they fucked around, but she never officially was like, this my boyfriend. She never was like with this nigga. <laughs> so it was like, but still some pimp or uh, some other type of shit, because it was like, my nigga, you was fucking with this nigga, and you obviously was close enough to this nigga because you met, like, you got the Diddy, and you actually dated Diddy for a second. You heard me? Diddy met the family. You heard me? So it was like, yeah. who knows what happened with that situation? And what? It, and it was, you know, it was a stepson, but it's still, it's just it's Diddy. Yeah, son, bro. I'm sorry. Like, sorry. Sorry. like but everything still. else aside, you know, makes it worse. that's just a little bit weird to me. <laughs> that's some weird shit, dude. I don't know if I could do it, but it, I mean, it's Especially just my o- opinion. No, it's no, just, off the it's just me. No, off the dumb. I, I could, mean, I couldn't date a chick then date her daughter on some shit like. But you know, honestly, son, that's some Hollywood shit to me. It's like one of the things. Of like so? when I first yeah, heard that shit, so? I was looking at Diddy like Diddy. How you fucking with your son X? I, I look at him the same way. Right, you heard me? Yeah, I looked at him too. But some of those, like when she was twenty one. Diddy, you're forty. <laughs> Son, yeah, I, I, I did like if, I, if some twenty-one-year-old nigga dated a mother and a daughter, I'm like, damn, nigga, you doing some wild shit. You twenty-one. If you're forty, I'm like, damn, forty-year-old man, what the fuck? Yeah, you know me? So yes, I agree with that. I, too. Have, a, I have a different expectation here. So to see any of these young niggas, woman or male, do anything like that, I'm not surprised because they all got these weird ass. So like we, like we, all I'm not crazy. It's just I'm Hollywood not surprised. Yes, it's, it's, not it's, it's definitely Hollywood, but I'm just saying. That kind of dynamic for me in particular. For like, most people. Like, that shit is fucking mad weird, son. 
But it, it is, is what it is. is. But again, right. you know, it's one of those right. things. Like, it's like I, I guess I'm of opinion how Joe was talking earlier about like if you like I love it type shit. Sound like yeah. I've seen so and heard so many. Like to me, what she's doing is the equivalent of so much shit I've seen rappers do. You I mean, she's not even doing that, son. She's just really just. And here go the thing: we don't know her business, right? She's That's really just everything right. is alleged. No one knows if she really dated Diddy. No one knows who she fucked. That's the thing that that. That's why Boosie ended up looking crazy. She is so aloof. She don't be saying I'm with this person necessarily. Like certain niggas, you knew she dated, but yeah, like, cause they got pictures and shit and blah blah. But but I mean, but then again, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that sometimes they're together. Sometimes all you got is pictures. Right. So the girl, twenty one. What the fuck is she's like twenty three like? now? But right. that she now with Diddy, she's like twenty one. <laughs> Seeing a young twenty anything doing some wild Playboy or Playgirl shit. That don't even make me blink no more, son. I, we grew up in the 90s, then the early 2000s. We didn't see yeah. all the rock stars rock it out. Yeah. It's when these old niggas, like I said, in that situation, like that Diddy with. In this situation, Boosie, why are you so obsessed with this little girl? You heard me? We don't know nothing about this situation. So it's like one of those of like, come on, guys. Like My thing isn't, isn't like, uh, it isn't so much of the age gap. You know, not so much of that, but just versus just like the parent, parent-child thing. Oh, no, I'm not even speaking. No, no, I understand what you're saying is weird, but all I'm saying is I'm not looking at the 20-something-year-old little girl or little boy as much as I'm going to look at the 40-something-year-old dude or yeah. woman that's yeah. doing it as well as Boosie 40-something-year-old being obsessed with talking about these kids to him. Even when yeah. you say how he's be obsessed with Zaya Wade, it's like, like at a Word? point, you know what I mean? The, 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 oh, you always yeah, got something yeah. to say about this motherfucker. It's like at a point, it's like, Boosie. Why? Why are you even going in? That's I think what makes me slightly aware of the the fanfare he gets. That's what I'm saying. That's where yeah. I started this saying of yeah. he has to be doing this for relevancy. Yeah. It has to be because I wouldn't even think no nigga like him would even give a fuck about some twenty some right. year old girl fucking with whoever she fucking with. Right. It just I seems so right. much like okay, you just need something to say at times yeah. to keep the yeah. bubble popping. Which is why it it don't really like aggravate me like a hell of a hell of a lot because it's like. I shut up, Booty. Like, I mean, he one time said, "I'll pay you a thousand dollars to show your pussy lips." Like, you that's that's who we're talking about. We're talking about the guy who paid to have his thirteen-year-olds molested just yeah. so he can be real men. Right? Come this on, this is who we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, he admitted this. He's already crossed the line. Like, he done crossed the line a long time ago. Boozy like, don't annoy me as much as the regular people that feel the same way. Because that's yeah. what I was thinking about too. Yeah. Like online, maybe. Take in like damn, like no matter how many folk I might know that might be progressive minded or intelligent or even because that's the thing too. We don't have to agree, but at least show me that you have some layer of thought or depth when you're talking about things that even if we don't agree, you you went through some filter of some sort in your brain. Cause some people seem like they hear shit and they just react or they just saying some reflexive shit that was programmed to say. And that made me wonder, did you think about what you're saying? Cause compared to these other things that you say, if you believe this, it's weird. You hear me? Did you think? You know what I mean? I, I want more people to think about what they're saying. But other times, I just be seeing these simple motherfuckers that's just like, yeah, whatever some other ignorant motherfucker says, just say, yeah. And they are often part of the problem because they procreate. And that's what made me be like, bro, like, damn. And I don't got the time to be going back for whatever fucking thing I see. I just see it and I be like, that sucks. You know what I mean? That sucks you feel that way, person. Yeah. Scroll. Scroll. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Scroll. fuck. You know what I mean? So it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, Shia LaBeouf is an abuser apparently. That's crazy. Allegedly. Even Steven finally went odd. 
Yeah, he did. Man. Me, finally. Shia LaBeouf been being weird for like some years. I'm about now. to say, like, he's always been a little weird. Yeah, now this abuse shit is some whole next level shit. But like you said, finally, he's been an oddball for a minute. Yeah, he been watching all his movies for 24 hours. Man. He's, he's like a, a sexual abuser? He's an everything abuser. Uh, he was with this um, artist named FKA Twigs, and she recently detailed um, how, you know, he would um, verbally abuse her, physically uh-huh. abuse her. Uh, he emotionally attack her. Nigga said he made her sleep naked because if she wore clothes, he felt like that was her trying to like, like say you know trying to be like he he wasn't allowed to be with her. Oh, you crazy, like Shia. Tell her she wasn't shit. Tell her she'll never oh. be shit. Oh come on, like, choked her out her sleep. Choked her out. Oh no, 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 no. Strangling me multiple times. I've not been able to breathe at his hands. Oh my god. Gave her herpes. I'm half happy. black, and yet he's being nailed at. He's been held as an ally of the black community during these Black Lives Matters protests, and he's beating on me. Yeah, um, the buff says it's untrue. So I keep on saying allegedly. He says it's not true, but uh, it's just hard when you have someone yeah. so specifically and meticulously speaking with examples, and all you're saying is it's not true. Yeah, that looks bad. Is it, bro? <laughs> She's very specific in a lot of these things she's laying out. These are stories, my nigga. And all you got is, uh-uh. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh-uh, bro. Like, if it's, if it's really not true, like, you have to be a, a little bit more convincing than would, just, nah-uh. What you say, Joe? Nah, I'm going to the black woman. I'm going to the black woman on this one. So, you got it. Like you said, like you just said, D, you got to come with some shit. Yeah, you got to really have some shit. You got to come with some shit because at this point, dog, it's like... denying it? Your average person ain't about to put their career on the line to lie on you. Because that's the thing, Shia LaBeouf, as crazy and kooky as you've been over the years, as you crossed a lot of lines over the years, you got with plagiarism, you got with a lot of shit. People still was clamoring for you. You still almost won an award for your last film. You still, because of that white privilege, you hear me? You still was always... Mel Gibson is back. You know what I mean? As a white person, they always have a way to let you back in if you're talented enough or if you're one of their their their, their, their boys or their girls. So it's like, this chick is not no way... You, like I said, he's from Even Stevens. He's been in the game. Mm-hmm. Why is she going to put her career on the line to get that specific about you terrorizing her, son? Don't make a lot of sense. Like, you got to... My common sense, sense Shia my common sense receptors ain't even feeling this, son. Exactly, so I'm gonna right. keep saying allegedly because it's only fair. But your next words again, like you said, D got me more than uh uh-uh. uh. Like I need receipts. Hear yeah, me? You allegedly looking guilty. Yeah, yeah it's D fuck. Goofy has Bow Wow wants to be a wrestler allegedly. He's not he's just so tiny. Too. He's gonna get crushed. And Rikishi's apparently remember Rikishi with the big old butt. Yeah. Uh, is apparently training him. Rikishi's taking I'll his money on and. No, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. I'm I'm just I think you just said the real. Yeah, right. He keeps taking that nigga money. Taking his money. I'm trying to say relevant. It better be a situation of a nigga taking that money, son. Because I can't see Bow Wow doing any sort of cool, high-flying, athletic anything. Nothing. And I, I like, he's another one, like, he, he says crazy shit to stay relevant, it feels like. It's just he's a lot more annoying than Boosie. Boosie at least has the trauma of ignorance or something. Bow Wow just is annoying. Like, Bow Wow has become the go home Roger now. Yeah. 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 Bow Wow's Roger. Yeah. Go home, Roger. And that was the start section, y'all. Let's get to that. It to fit of the day. Yum, 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 yum. Arthur got his first gun, he ready to murder He out of control, I can swole on bourbon I don't need 
even drink If I see you, I ain't see you now I don't even blink, now I don't even think that I'm here But if I see you and I like you, I'ma smile Is this really who I am? Huh? Then versus now, life is too wild This shit is out of hand I'm just trying to live, but y'all don't give a damn I'm just trying to be cool, I don't wanna lose my work Lose my mind, lose my smile, lose my shirt But if you know me, then you know I go berserk Then you know I go berserk Then you know I go berserk so uh, there's a word that's been getting overused and overused and overused and overused and overused and overused. Simp! Everything is a simp. Everybody's a simp. Simp! I drank simp juice. The simp juice. And it's come to a point where it's like, dang, like the simplest of things of just even showing love to your significant other, I guess, must be simp. Like... Ever since Russell Wilson came to prominence and pulled Sierra after Future and her had broken up, it's like the complete opposites of what Future and Russell Wilson are and were. Had people feeling like, um, one, like, you know, Sierra was using a new little nice guy and Russell became the poster boy for the goody good nice guy safe nigga that a lot of women seem tend to go to after they've had the roughneck playboy would have you with bad experience. You know what I'm saying? And he would go above and beyond for her in ways that made certain people kind of uncomfortable because they weren't used to seeing love in that manner, I feel. You know what I'm saying? He did, and he could afford it. He's rich as shit. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so some things he'll do, like, I would always feel like he's kind of corny. I would always feel like Russell Wilson is corny. That's what I hear a lot. But I would, I, but to me, corny and, like, simping is not nice. To me, I mean, I was, simping, but all corny, corny though. Yeah, yeah, simping is corny, but all corny niggas simping don't simp. Right. Correct. All corny niggas don't simp. You exactly. feel me? Like I just because to me, just because you corny. See, if I to me, just just because you're corny or square, that's not even me saying that you're lame. That means just saying, oh, you you want to corny types. That's like uh -huh. um. You just square, and I and I don't think square can't be cool. You feel me? Yeah. Carlton is a perfect example of that. Carlton was cool, son. He just was from Fresh Prince. He just was a fucking square. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you still have respect for Carlton. He still had the episode with the gun. He still had the episode he had to keep. He got that black power nigga together. He's like, there's certain things that a corny nigga could do that even though I'm like, you kind of corny, bro. But I fuck with you. You yes, hear me? I totally agree with that. Yeah, but like that. but they got certain simp shit that I'd be like, son, what the fuck is this? How we yeah. raised? <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah, what yeah. is this? Now, like, my like like simping, you know, simply no pun intended. I, I promise. I promise. <laughs> uh, it really comes comes down to uh, you know I think self self respect. Like, are you sacrificing that? Yes. Like you know, that's the difference. That's the big difference to me. And like, but like people, as you as you said, like people are ve are very much. Uh, misusing the word like they're using it in in the same way as corny yeah and it's like no and, and some of the ways that they're using it also ain't even corny right that's all i want to get you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. some of it is just good old-fashioned love. Old love and like you know it may, it's because to me okay just to be a clear definition of what i believe something is to me something is when you um, like you said, when you disrespect your own your your values mm -hmm. and your dignity mm -hmm. for attention, love, or sex. Yes. You hear I me? Mean? Mm -hmm. It's not just showing love, it's not just loving someone, it's not even no. just being public or like doing whatever the hell you think you want to do. No. But it's when you're legitimately disrespecting yourself and sacrificing your own ideals to get an, and even more so an unrequited 
yes. love yes. or attention that motherfucker ain't even it's, has it's, been it's giving, not even giving you. You know what I mean? Because right. there's nothing too about Russell and Sierra. She be quote unquote sipping out as much as him. He's the man I've always dreamed of. He, I prayed for him. That like if, if both people are going like you can't call this simping. Like not at all. you it, come on, it has she to be would, way. She would be in love with him if it was bro. Uh, it gotta be so. way more one sided. And yeah. way more disrespectful yeah. to yourself, self-deprecating. 100%. You know what I mean? Like that's the exact thing. It has to be self-defeating and completely one-sided. Like that one-sided part is major. It matters. Right? So the like we we've often we've often said like um, '90s music wouldn't exist. Like like that whole era of music wouldn't exist if. We 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 subscribe to what quote unquote simping is seen as today. Yeah, right. right you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, dude, if you just pull up a whole list of just 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 the lyrics, just the lyrics, and just read the lyrics of anybody, anybody from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s before, because it's like a, a surge of change happened around the 2010s mm -hmm. that 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 you know made you know R and B less yeah. profitable. The message even in songs became a little bit more. Harder music in general, but definitely R and B in love, particular. Love music know? became a lot yeah. more scarce compared to how we grew up. Yeah, music yeah, just yeah. simply mm -hmm. about love, yeah. not about heartbreak, not about being a pimp or player, not yeah. about you know what I mean, you know what I mean, uh, uh, being scorned. Yeah. Like I mean, there's all these other sides of relationships that have uh, that have surfaced in our music that, in many great ways, have given us layers, mm -hmm. great layers. You know what I'm saying, but. We've sacrificed the love, and yeah, unfortunately, yeah. now we have a generation that think they' too hard. Yeah, when it it's really like hurt, a, they need some love. It's that part. Yeah, they really do. It's it's like it's like a giant contest to see who can care the like least. The least, you know. And it's like, damn, like like that's what we're trying to do the best. Like, just not give no fuck. Like everybody's just their own thing. Like I do like the concept of the. Like the just like you as a person, you know, find yourself, you know, find out who you are personally, you know. But I think you know human inter interaction and like caring caring about each other, like you know, caring what the next person needs, you know, kind of in a way like that's how we've gotten this this fucking right. far. But like we're pushing each other the the fuck away, and it's like that like pays also like. It's just it's just different now. You know? If it's all about love, nobody should have no judgment on another couple. I don't care how they decide to express love to each other. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that to me is so wild that we're in this age where it's like like you talk about everyone feels like they can have a critical eye on everyone else's lives. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's crazy to that me. that is so narcissistic and, and beyond. You know what I mean? Like this man just was really re like, like it seems like Sierra. It seems like at one point, like he, let's say he was lightly simping when he first was getting with Sierra, right? <clears throat> Let, let's let's say we gave them that much, even though I don't think necessarily, but let's say we gave him that much. Because one 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 friend of mine gave this breakdown of how, from their point of view, he was wrong for being so public with Future Son at the time, and he felt like they feel like what Russell up? was egging Future on or something. And I was kind of be like, bro, is that, is that true? No. Bro, if if you no, ain't no, around no, your no, kid no, enough no. that another nigga can be around him like that for people to wonder, because that's the thing, he's Sierra ain't his only baby mama. He got like five others that all be like, where the fuck you be at? And he seemingly, honestly, from my point of view, only gave a fuck about Lil Future because Russell was around on some macho, you know what I mean, my ego bruise, and now my baby mama got this new nigga that's successful, and et cetera, et cetera. That's, where, that's the energy I felt. But anyway, um, 
when when like when it come down to like he he was recently being interviewed and um, you know I'm about to say but they've been married now six years. Like mm-hmm. if you want to talk shit about what it was when they first got together is one thing you whatever. Have, whatever you can say maybe he was the rebound nigga or you can say whatever after six years of marriage leave them people alone man Let you can't say leave. shit in my opinion to these people and a lot of I'm gonna get to what you about to say well, I just happily want, married but which is recently ha- happily which is recently happened on, on a in a conversation that was, they talking about relationships and love he was actually was one of his greatest fears and he was like well my greatest fear is losing my wife. And everybody twisted that to make it seem like, oh my God, he's such a simp. He's not afraid to have his kids dying. He's not afraid of this. He's not afraid of that. He's such a simp because his greatest fear of it. I'm thinking in my mind, like, y'all just took this man to the utmost literal of literal levels as if, in a, like, context be damned. <laughs> you hear me? Like, what's wrong with a husband saying his greatest fear is losing his wife? And when you say losing your wife, that can mean so many things. If you're, didn't you marry this person because you didn't want them not in your life? Wouldn't you and most husbands wouldn't want their woman to die, to leave them, to like to to like all kind of shit. And who's to say he don't got other fears? It was just like one of those things of like y'all just want to just really just come at this man so hard because you you're so insecure seemingly in that in that space that it was like mind boggling the reaches that you were doing to me. Let me tell you something about Russell Wilson, dog, that I know for a fact. All right, that he plays with two hundred and three hundred pound men that'll break. 90% of the people that talk shit in half. He controls them. He leads them. They all trust him. Shit that they say about him is mad respectful. Shit Marshawn Lynch, a lot of niggas have said. Like, no, he is not to be played with. You know what I'm saying? What's got to do with his level of simp, though? I'm just saying, like, like people think he a simp. But, like, they... Because you can still be a real nigga over here and be a simp nigga over there, right? <laughs> I'm just saying... I'm still saying I don't think he is, but you tell me how all these niggas respect him on the football field and hey, on me. I think in the love department what I'm and the cut. Like, <laughs> Damn, not a cut. <laughs> you don't just my dog like that? I ain't saying he is. I'm just saying your don't examples... Don't use those words. Don't use the same word around my dog. Those examples don't... My dog no ain't way. no cut, you hear me? But this... Nigga got a white guy fucking here, right? <laughs> <laughs> super dark skin nigga fucking. I was just saying, son. Nigga with tattoos and gold. The, 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 but either way it go, I, I stand by. Nobody should be judging or talking about these people healthy, healthy. Not these people ain't even in healthy relationships. You know what it, no, healthy no, relationship. You know what it seems like? It seems like what you said in the beginning. Like, before he and Sierra got, like, really serious, right? Like, maybe he was doing some lightweight Simp shit, possibly, maybe. I think people are just trying to box him into into that and judge and him not, off of that. And that not take paragraph. the box out. It's like you always yeah. gonna be the sus no matter what you do. Because um, dog, that's so crazy. What simp shit, dog? Because like, remember, the internet doesn't let you grow. It don't. You can't change. So like, how whatever negative trait or you know negative trait that you have, you know, like that's who you are. But the new concept of simpery is so fucking lame because it's, it's not about degradation. Right. It's only about if you show too much love, then you must be a simp. Ain't no such thing as too much love. Yes, you know, that's, that's like that's the problem. Like that's missing context. Like it's showing like showing too much love to a woman that clearly isn't showing you any or that you don't know. Then yeah, that's what's showing yeah, too much love. Yeah, they act like Sierra simping. isn't showing that man love, right. dog. That right. is really crazy. You said they're married. They're they married, have two though. children. Well, one together, but come on, they raised both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're married with children. That's the that's also the mother of his kids. That's why I'd be like, yo. So when he's asked, 
What's up? What's one of his greatest fears? He says losing my wife and the mother of his kids. That's grown no, man I'm shit. How is my, my better half that I married? You married her, bro. He's not saying it's about a floozy, a stripper, right. like a, some side bitch, you know, some you know what I mean, some some, some, some like hooker. Girl, right? Not right. this girl he want to have, none of that shit. He's saying it's about his wife of years, who's the mother right. of his kids. Are y'all niggas goofy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're goofy. Yeah. That's what the fuck you are. You're fucking it goofy. It is very goofy. Can we grow up? Can we? Like I said, I judge early twenty year olds way different than I'm gonna judge twenty five plus, thirty plus, forty plus. Yeah, saying the stupidest of shit. Y'all niggas need fucking Russell Wilson's in y'all lives, and some of y'all sound attractive to the future. He's a bad bitch. Yeah, man, future is a bad bitch to some of y'all niggas. It feel like, but the topic of hip hop and censorship and and evolution. Versus censorship has been coming to mind. And we watch it happen in comedy. You know what I mean? And that's becoming a growing feeling of like, you know, like what what is too much? Or when do people need to apologize? Or do people need to apologize and such? And these, these couple stories came up. Um, one was Meek Mill. He wanted them to apologize for the the bar he said about Kobe. Yeah, he should have. What, what did he say? He said, he said um, I, I, I know the bar. You want me to say it? Do you know it? Yeah, I do know it. But I say what you said. I know you know it. I remember that bit. Oh fuck! Um. <laughs> he said I'm gonna go out. My, he said I'm gonna go out with my chopper like Kobe. He was saying I'm a real nigga. I'm gonna go if out. If I ever die, I'm going out with my chopper. I'll be another Kobe. You feel me? Because Kobe died on a helicopter <laughs> chopper. I he think it was the a chopper line. was the gun. So he's saying he's saying he gonna be a real nigga going out with his gun, and he, and he made the bar on top. I get it. Da, da, da. Yeah. So that was the thing, like people were saying it was too soon. Or Vanessa, uh, I mean, Toby's widow had a problem, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the baby got in trouble because he had this line talking about uh, this 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 YouTube sensation. Her last name is Siwa, or whatever. I forget the first name. Jojo Siwa, or whatever. And his his bar was like, "Nigga, you a bitch, even Jojo Siwa." And but they took it as him trying to diss Jojo Siwa. Nah, no, I don't. I don't. But his bar like was, "You nigga, you a bitch." Even Jojo Siwa, and like he just said Siwa the first bar. So so Twitter came on him like, "How dare you come at oh, little Jojo?" And in the video, he showed a freaking you know picture. So they took it as a diss. He had to come on. He's like, "Y'all tripping me out." My daughter loves her. That's under. Yeah, no one even knows who she really is. Wordplay, like that's wordplay. But again, we're at this point where we're, like, we're all like, like yes, yeah. And um and like and even some like he go kill two other stories that came out that made me just look at culture because again I'm not one of those people that believe we're all so so sensitive now because some things I always say I feel like we should be more sensitive about but I can't help but not see what you just said some people just seem like they want to pitchfork about just ready Greece is getting banned in some spots and I'm like bro stop taking things out of the context of their time yeah and now banning them that's weird that's getting weird and the last thing I was looking at was somebody was so ready to point a finger that. They had a whole article written about why Chuck Lee wasn't in the Mortal Kombat movie. That is ignorance. Then they had to come and redact and realize that they was fucked up. So you was just ready to try to blame, you know what I mean, with a pitchfork to be like, oh, Mortal Kombat is leaving a woman out, not even taking in. Chuck Lee is a street fighter guy. Oh my days. It's never even crossed over into more. That's not even a Google. That's a Google. That's a person on a website that has an audience that wrote this whole article and it wasn't a joke. People were like, it was not even a joke article. Like, they were serious. You feel what I'm saying? So it's one of those things of, man, what's happening right now? You know what I'm saying? I say this, dog. Son, I believe in freedom of speech, even though I don't like all, all speech. I don't like all of it. I think some of it's, you know, really fucked up. And I think some of it can really, like, trigger people in fucked up ways. But at the, at the end of the day, 
I think once you start to stifle that, like shit starts to get really fucking like slippery. Like it 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 only goes in a bad direction when you uh start to um censor people basically. Now if you got a private platform, you got the right to censor whoever the fuck you want to. I just don't think uh it should be punishable by the national government. Right. You know what you fucking say. Now no private companies, you know, like YouTube, Twitter, boom boom, they can Silence you like you sign up for for that. I just don't think the government should compel speech. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that should be the way. In the hip hop landscape, it's just funny to me that a art form whose big thing was breaking down citizenship and being like, let's see what the fuck we want. Now it's not like you say. It's, you see it in comedy, but it's, as well, it's like those things of the bars that I heard. I've heard crazier shit in hip hop. You heard me? Like, niggas, and it's one of those things that maybe I'm just desynthesizing something, but it's like one of those things of, yeah, it was disrespectful for me to say it just a year after Kobe's death. You feel me? But, oh, but like, at especially, the same time. Especially since I was a poop up. Yeah, but at the same time, son, people only mad because it's Kobe. That's when I like ability politics come into play, too, because we hear niggas rapping about shoot up this nigga and but fuck this nigga, fuck this bitch, and we don't even blink. You know what I mean? That's cool. That's fine. But if you say something about somebody we like, that we all love, yeah, it's like... Yeah, Kobe is a soft spot. It's a soft yeah. spot, but it's interesting of like how we pick and choose what and who we want to vilify, even if the motherfucker can make the same... Like, like he could have said someone else, the nigga probably wouldn't even care. They'd be like, true. yeah, that's no, the shit. That's, that's, that's it's, about that six degree, it's about that six degrees. You know what I'm saying? That's, that is uniquely American, so it we got is. the power of choice. Yeah. We, we choose... Basically, it's just interesting, dog. Because I'm not saying Meek shouldn't apologize. Do whatever you feel like doing, but it's just interesting. Like this is hip hop, yo. Like if 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 that type of shit tripped you out, do you listen to rap music? (laughs) It's like and and like someone else was saying. Well, as as a culture, hip hop evolves. I'm like naturally because if I look at some niggas are pop stars. Some some shit has naturally evolved in hip hop. You know what I mean? Like for instance, you don't see you don't hear rappers particularly saying the f word as much as we heard in the '90s. I ain't saying fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like. Um, niggas on that pop pop. That's what they be making now. I mean, I mean, pop, my, my only my only point is like, nip is going as culture evolves, the rap is going to naturally evolve. Mm-hmm. But it, it gets certain certain weird to me when someone does get provocative. Are we, we going to hammer a rapper? Like that's what the rappers and the rockers do. Right. And comedians like they they're provocative. It's like I don't know. It's almost like an un. I understand there's levels to it. Punching down is wrong, but I feel like it's like an unsaid contract that you sign when you go to a certain comedy show, when you put on a rap record, or when you listen to certain rock. Like you, like what's happening here? Like are I we think just gonna it is have an unsaid contract? Like you fucking know, like you know, art because art, the art world is too fucking wide. Like you can't, like you can find reasons to make any piece of art and make it make sense. Yeah. Like if it's you know provocative, you know, but it's like triggering thought also like it could be a teachable thing too yeah so it's like you can't really like start to censor that shit because then you're gonna start losing shit like real shit you know it might be provocative but you know there's truth in it also so and, and there's levels yeah because you know what i'm saying i wouldn't want a rap artist to have uh fuck the jews you know what i mean yeah uh, you know what i mean that yeah. that that is like that yeah, that's that clear level be, uh, like you know what i mean start making like hitler like hitler was right Music. I wouldn't want that to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? That there's there's levels to it. I wouldn't want like no white nigga come out like man came the nigger type of thing. Like that's mm-hmm. like whoa bitch what the fuck. So I, I can't say that I'm completely against all censorship because someone could be like hi hypocrite, but you don't want that. But it, it it I feel like there's a balance that 
the seesaw effect is happening. Like sometimes we just mm-hmm. a little bit too right, a little bit too left when there it is an even kill that exists or should. Yeah, I think that's probably the actual truth. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just a little bit of give and give and take. But I think there are clear clear boundaries though. You know, that's the problem. Are they clear for everyone? I don't think no, so. No, and they're not. Well, you know, well, in America, thinking about it. It's not as clear as it should be because everybody wants to, everybody has a freedom to define what's clear to them. Yeah, and then who gets to even say, you know, what's the boundary and what's not? Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't even think there's like a true consensus, but I mean, I do think there are some common themes. Because it's real troubling, dog. I saw in this group of black people, this nigga put up, um, light skin went in 2021, he put up in this group. Okay. Light-skinned women deserve filet mignon. Dark-skinned women uh, deserve uh, uh, fast food or some shit like that. That's provocative. Dude put that up, right? trolling. And he he might have been most likely trolling. Or maybe he was serious. Who knows, right? But it's one of those things of... It wasn't... Like, him saying that was whatever. It was stupid. It was disrespectful, etc. We know that. But the people defending it... And once again, it's a black group. You feel me? Some people are trying to say, Damn, we can't take a joke no more. And so it's like one of those things of... They obviously see that as a joke, whether yeah, ignorant or yeah. not, saw that as a joke or not offended. And this was some dark and light-skinned people reacting mm-hmm. online. And most people were saying, you know, it's why, see why it's wrong, but it goes to what y'all was saying of that line, don't be clear for everybody, people be having different lines and shit. Yeah. You hear me? And that can get troubling because to me... That's some offensive shit. You shouldn't say no shit like that, my nigga. Especially not in the black space, because this colorism is real. But to them, it's ah, you're you thin skinned. It's like who's right, who's wrong, you know? What about this? So, yes, I agree. But what about you know if you don't like what you hear, then just don't don't listen to it, or just block it, or just you know move on from it. I don't know. You don't want to move on from everything. You gotta fight for some of that shit. He's like, fuck that. You know, these niggas have all the space. Everybody keep thinking, like, just, you know, I, I'll turn to something else. What is, well, where is some, well, I don't know, fuck it. If it ain't giving what you want, why shop there, right? I mean, some shit ain't that simple. You know what I mean? Like, you might have put on Meek Mill record and you wouldn't expect him to say some offensive about Kobe. Yeah. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's not so, like I'm gonna not stop listening to Meek Mill after this. Right. You, I didn't hop in that group and expect this, this random person to put up fuck dark skinned women. You know what I'm saying? The group wasn't for that. This group group about sex and relationships. You just put up fuck dark skinned women. It would be one thing if the group was like, oh, this is what the fuck we be on. Then I decided to join that group. Right. Then I saw that shit. I can't talk shit. I knew what the fuck I was getting you know, into when I got in the group. But if I got in one, if I put on the album expecting one thing and then you just went left, nigga, and then it's like I see what you're saying. <laughs> I, just, I just think me, me personally, and this is just me. I'm speaking for myself, son. Like, you gonna get that on a shirt? That's deep thick lately. He be whooping that bitch. <laughs> just speaking for myself on the podcast. Deep oh, yeah. like I'm just speaking for myself. Yeah, just, I just me. I just have My to just be clear. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I gotta be clear about that. You know, I don't. Represent anybody. You know? <laughs> I represent me. This isn't even a representation of the you dig brand. Yeah, this is right. just Devin McCoy. This is Devin McCoy. You know, I just like when when I see stupid, offensive shit like that on social media. I just I'm like fuck that shit. Like it just doesn't strike me deeply like that most of the time. But 
I'm not going to say I don't understand why, you know, people feel like they need to check it, you know, because, I mean, it's not just the poster. Like you say, it's the people that come up under it defending it or whatever. So it's like, yes, it and then culture, a bigger, bigger problem. That's a bigger problem because you know? whatever you see online is a sample size. Everybody ain't yeah, online. Right. Everybody ain't exactly. typing and writing. Right. You hear me? I get so they get in a little bubble. So I'm saying, I ain't saying you got to fight everything, dog, but like, nothing wrong with having an opinion. That's that's yeah. what it really comes down to, whether what you yeah. do with what you with how you feel. You still got to feel some kind of weight, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, everybody going to get it at different levels. Like, the censorship conversation just, it, it's, it's so subjective. And certain parts of it, certain parts, it, it's, it's like, it's subjective as fuck, but certain parts of it I wish was common sense. But we often mm-hmm. get so let down by the fact of the matter that common sense isn't common. Yes. And yeah. And that's an yeah. ongoing just struggle of things, of sorts. You know what I mean? That's exactly right. I'm just sad that that most people don't understand that. Well, I don't even know if I'm saying this right, but I just really wish more more people um, knew how to like just kind of just let stupid shit die. If and, I can say it like that. Oh, that's hard, man. That's subjective because something what I think yeah. is stupid right. might have been the world to that person right. over there. I mean, stupid <laughs> shit like you know, light skinned women. You know, she get this and dark skin when she get that. But like, that's what I'm saying. Some people really believe that. That dumb shit. When New Orleans, where some of the Creoles feel like they got to keep the line pure. Like, yeah, this is still happening to this too. day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, I wish more people saw it as stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, Honestly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Too much like, of culture to be stupid at this point. But yeah, man, we can't even call it stupid because they got too many people like the, negative part of call, saying that. Like, and, 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 and the problem happens when it negatively because we talked about this recently about um how all oppressed people in a in a way get an inferiority complex because yeah. if you're oppressed, I mean you've been often pushed down, pushed down, pushed yeah. down. You know totally. what I'm saying? So now. It's like it's like it's unconscious. It's not, and it, and it hits to certain degrees. Some some of it might be less for one person, might be more for another, but it's going to exist. Yeah. So when you look at something like the colorism issue, dog, that's been affecting dark skinned people in so many ways. Just because media has also been a part of it, society helped it out. So like, wow, the light skinned nigga, it was a light skinned nigga that made that post. Can say, oh, that shit was so fucking funny. Ha ha ha. They got some dark skinned girl that still struggle looking in the fucking mirror because. For years now, it's way better now. But we talking about like how we grew up, eighties, nineties, and you yeah. know whatever of seeing like no, the epitome of beauty is is white or the light girl, and that has built up motherfuckers dissension. That's built up like sometimes dark people be like 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 fucking over light people already in defense because they've been so hurt and been taught that they're so under. So now they pick on the motherfucking light people first, yeah. and then lots of people like what do I do? And it's like. You don't even know the layers and the depth that why this has become an issue. So that's why when someone makes a joke of it, I get why a person would be like, man, it's hard to just let them say some like stupid shit, yeah. especially in a private group that's not supposed to be about any of this. Yeah, Context all. matters. Yeah. like Because again, yeah. I still understand what you're saying. You can't fight every battle. You can't. It's impossible. Yeah. So it's really dependent upon what you as a person decide to do and however you decide to play it. I just stand by you can't also always be indifferent because that's totally. also been a prevailing issue in our community. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Big one. Too much apathy. Big one. Yeah, too much apathy. I totally agree with that. And that was that it too fit of, of the, the day. day. Wow. You hear me? Wow. Uh, I want to get into, oh, I forgot about bats. Nerd out moment. 
Bats nerd out moment. Bats nerd out. Bats nerd out moment. 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 Wow. You hear me? Wow. Uh, we want to get into. Oh, I forgot about bats. Nerd out moment. I want to get into a couple of these. Um, Superman's getting a reboot. And what is really cool about that is it's being written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Fucking with it. And J.J. Abrams is going to be producing it. Fucking with it. So, like, a lot. But Superman has been, like, stuck for a minute. Like, they've been trying to figure out how to pull off, like, a, a Superman that can work in modern times. He's the and last one killed a nigga. I mean, honestly, dog, I really like Man of Steel. Um, I like that rendition. And I wish they could have did a sequel because what they did in Man of Steel was interesting. They jumped to Batman versus Superman, and we didn't even know who this guy was yet. Because the take that they did in Man of Steel was really on some what an alien was here and had to grow up as a human. And they took it really serious. And it ended with people just realizing who he was and him figuring himself out. I feel like we would get another movie to let him earn becoming a hero. There's yeah. a lot they could have done with that. They didn't give him no arc. They didn't give him no arc. They had him with that one movie that screamed they needed two more and they threw him versus Batman and that was just a clusterfuck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now they're starting at ground zero and we having black ass Tanahasi Coates, woke ass Tanahasi Coates writing it and he's been killing it in comic section. Like he's been killing the Black Panther comics. He's been doing a lot of comic book writing. But I don't know what he you know what I mean I don't know what he might do in the screenplay sphere, but it's exciting to hear something like that. Now, some people are saying because we have a black writer, they might get a black Superman. And no, Michael B. Jordan's name has been pitched around for some no. years. Michael B. Jordan for Superman? That's not happening. Just a rumor. I mean, no disrespect to Michael B. Jordan, but I don't want that. I don't see it. I just don't see it. I just don't see I don't it. See that. There's yeah. other heroes, if you wanted Michael B. Jordan to do something, that he could be. Just... He's not Superman. Superman... He could be Green Lantern. He could be Green Lantern. He could be a lot of different things. But Superman, as the hero when he's Superman, comes with this gravitas and feeling about him that if I saw Michael B. Jordan trying to be Superman, I would just be like, look at Michael B. Jordan. Oh, it, exactly. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't resonate with me as a super, as Superman. Not And then, when I would be Clark Kent, I'd be like, look at Michael B. Jordan trying to be a nerd. It just won't work for me. Like... We either go with an unknown or just someone else. You know what I mean? I'm not even against a black Superman because at its core, I don't know why Superman got to be white. He comes from another goddamn planet. Like, he comes from another planet. Like, I guess the only reason you could say that he could be white is because he grew up in Kansas. But it's something that could be interesting about an Hispanic or a black or anybody growing up in Kansas. I don't know, but he could be any color. Black school. It could be any color, dog. But everything he did was black. I don't care if Superman is white or black. I just don't want it to be Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan could be white or black. Nigga still don't want Michael B. Jordan. I just don't see him as Superman. Now, 
there is a black Superman in the universe. I forget his name. It's like Bell or something. There's two, actually, there's two. There's two black Supermen. Hmm. If Tony Hotsey Coates decided to not write the Clark Kent Superman, but decide to write one of those other black Supermen that we've yeah. never even seen on screen I before, we'll be we can give Michael B or whoever that because you're gone from scratch. We don't even oh, know I this yeah. world. I, I just, I yes. He yes. still said I don't want Michael B. Regardless, <laughs> I'm not I feel you on that. I just, I just can't do Michael B. as Clark, Clark Kent, Kent Superman. Superman. Right. No, no way. Not that. But guy. like, just like a whole another universe. Superman yeah. That like got like a comic or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Give him a shot. Uh huh. If I, I wouldn't be against it, he. I, I'm also not ringing the bell. But if I heard that was the Superman he was, you wouldn't hear me going fuck that shit. If he get called Clark Kent as Clark Kent Kal-El, mm, I don't like want that. It. I don't want Sorry. it. Sorry. I don't want it. I don't want any parts of it. He, he, gotta, be, he gotta be Khalil. Khalil. He's so cool. Look at that nigga Khalil. Khalil. That nigga Khalil. <laughs> Shouts out to uh, this girl. Um, that I forgot her name. But um, in the next Flash movie, this Flash movie is even stacked already. They're going to have two Batmans because it's about the multiverse of some Flash shit. Okay. So Michael Keaton's coming back in that and Ooh. Ben Affleck going to be in that Flash movie. Oh, wow. And now wow. we got this Latina. Sasha Kale is going to be Supergirl. The first Latina Supergirl. So big ups to you, young lady. Let's go. Let's go. Supergirl don't got to be blonde hair and blue eyed. It did. That's fine. That's fine. That's the thing. On this planet out there, everybody can't be white. Right. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, white people want to make white every planet. We either. got all the powers in every race in every part of the universe. Everywhere is white folks. Don't you ever forget that. That's just what they what they know, brother. That's Whatever the, they that's mean. The, that's the image etched in this in this skull. If it wasn't some green men, it was white men. <laughs> but there's only ones out in space. Like, <laughs> goddamn. They they could at least came up with something like like he looked like one thing, but then when he came to Earth, he changed it to, right, to try to, to blend to in. Blend in. Mm-hmm. And if he, he wrecked in Kansas and saw nothing but white people in Kansas, okay, I can go with you there. I see why he looked white. He saw white people. Yeah. And really, if he would have came to fucking Compton, he would have turned into a black kid and would have blended in there. I could have went with that. Mm-hmm. No, you did show us the white Krypton planet that'd be white. 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 Come on, guys. I, think, I think I saw a black Krypton serving drinks. Uh Tim Burton is gonna do a Wednesday Adams series. Oh, he's gonna smash that. That's gonna be sick. That's gonna be sick. Yeah. Okay. When does that come out? I don't know. He just he just it just, just got announced. I like that. A whole series. I like that. And Wednesday's like one of the standout characters. Yeah, that great family. character. Yeah. I love Wednesday. So that I think that's pretty cool. Um, Winston Duke is gonna play Marcus Garvey in a movie, I, and I can't think of a time I've it. ever seen Marcus Garvey in a movie. I'm either. I'm, I'm with I'm it. For it. I'm with it. And Winston Duke is it. amazing. So it's like that's gonna be good. Yes, yes. Let's go, sir. Um, you just did y'all y'all saw the Mortal Kombat trailer though, right? Yes. At this point, you still yeah. see it? Yes, 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 yes. I <sighs> synced it. I synced it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be cold. Awesome. Everybody looks really cool except for Liu Kang. You know, he looks a little young, but I like that. Yeah, he, yeah, he kind of look like a bitch, but I can fuck with him. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give I mean, him a shot because of really love. The original Luke Kang, he was just was so so real. The original Luke Kang yeah, was swole. That nigga was, that was real. Yeah, I feel like because. Like you, we talked about this um, off mic about how like the the weakest looking characters was Liu Kang and compared to the originals and who else? It was two people I think we worded that somebody didn't like Sub Zero. No, I liked no no Sub- they didn't like Scorpion. Man, so I like Scorpion. I actually liked Scorpion too. I liked like, everyone but Liu, honestly. Yeah, I liked everybody except Liu. Like. <laughs> 
Lou is I interesting. Like the, I don't uh, say what don't know. Uh, he's interesting. He's just yeah. young. But I think maybe that be, they might be setting him up just yeah. for future films. You know what I mean? I think they're going to build on this young man. It looks like they're going to be doing fatalities in the movie, too. Full-blown rated like that's, R that's, fatalities. That's newer, you know? This nigga Sub-Zero nigga turned this man, broke this nigga arm off, turned the nigga blood into a fucking sword and slash yeah. stabbed him with his own blood ice nigga what in the world this is what it. we always wanted for Mortal Kombat and I'm not for years right and I'm not going to this movie trying to see fucking Shakespeare or some next level filmmaking you know what I mean oh. you know what I mean cause I just want to see a very simple story with fatalities and action and yeah. fun shit from the game just give me Mortal Kombat give me Mortal Kombat I'm, I'm Mortal not Kombat. I'm not expecting the best there's yeah. gonna be plot holes there's gonna yeah. be some probably rigid acting at times. I'll take all of it give I, me all of that just give because some shit is meant to be fun. That's right. not meant to be deep or meant to be judged with the absolute critical eye of things, right. dog. Right. That's not what we come into Mortal Kombat for. Now, dog. if it is though, like if they pulled that off, also that'd be that'd like, be great sweeter. if it's deep. Yeah, it'd be great I mean, if it's if deep. If you see to the story and acting, it'd be deep enough. You know what I'm saying? But if it's just because part two sucked, yeah. I hated Annihilation. Annihilation was corny. I hated it, but it I was corny. just happy that they had characters in. They it. had more characters, but part one. Rating the suck. Part one was yeah. just campy enough. Like it, it, it was just. Serious enough, but still just ridiculous enough that I bought one is why people still like part one. Yes. And I hope they can take the music and use the music because that'd be fine. I'm, can take that I'm pretty sure music. they're going to throw back. Please. Uh, 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 Please. Uh, 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 you have to. Mortal like, you can't even Kombat. do a Mortal Kombat movie without that. Please. We want the original music. Yeah. Let me tell you something, though, dog. We talked about this off mic. The fact that they had that white rating was still very disrespectful. Yeah. So I'm glad we have an Asian rating. The whole tip is. Temple full of Buddhists bowing to this white rating, dog. Bro, that was disrespectful. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds. If you looked about the original Mortal Kombat, it's hundreds of monks. Hundreds upon hundreds. And they all waiting for Lord Raiden. Lord Raiden. And he this white uh-huh. man. That's right. Excuse me. I think he. I think he. He. He played it well. It was great. He I like his voice. He was a great yeah. Raiden, dog. He was but, a good Raiden. But in context, Raiden should not be this white man. He, he walking up there. Like they bowing down yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> I did like his aesthetic though, you know, the white hair, the, you know, the electric eyes. Yeah. You know, I thought it was cool. No, yeah, it yeah. was cool, it was. But then I grew up and realized it was racist. Raw yeah. fucked up. That's yeah. all. Mm-hmm. That's all that crap. Picture if he was in, the fucking, in, in Africa or something. Yeah, just walking around there. Right, if we was in Africa, the big god became yeah. a white man, I'd be mad. Like, you're very. Tom Cruise sitting Lord down. Yeah. No. Forgive no. him. He doesn't know what like he's done. Too much television. A lot of people are mad because Johnny Cage isn't in the movie, but I think they're just trying to set up for future films. He'll come later. He'll be a come later. Is it like a, a fact sequel. that he's not in it? It's a fact he's not in it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You hear me? Um, That's cool. Because the, the thing cool is, Sonya Blade been knowing Jack, so the fact Jack's in it. Yeah, that's cool that, that Jack's all in all it. All, you know, There's a new character him. that they're introducing that has this mystery about him, and he's just a great actor. I can't think of his name. Pam is on the tip of my brain. But um, he's this amazing um, martial artist and actor. He's somebody people even want to be an Iron Fist for a minute. And um, he's playing this new character named Cole something that was born with this birthmark that's the exact Mortal Kombat symbol. Oh, okay. And he's not a character from the game that we know, even though a lot of people are feeling like this might be some secret origin for someone from the game that we just don't realize yet. Hmm. So the, oh, hmm. the protagonist of the story is mainly him so it's like Luke Kang and Kung Lao on their thing Sonya and Jackson on like everybody on their own thing mm-hmm. but the main character is really this nigga we don't know Cole Cole something Cole something I forget the last name interesting so they even come with their own little unique angle we'll see Kung Lao we'll, see, we'll see you hear me so yeah get, get that get it in y'all I wanna see Lord Raiden and the last thing I wanna be on some nerdy shit about was this story I just read about recently that I will always say I mean, that, that just reeks of stupidity Remember Matrix? Yeah. The original Matrix? Yeah, hell yeah. 
that's a stupid question. Of course, you remember Matrix. I meant to say this character in the Matrix, uh, the black guys. There was the the big one, Dozer, and there was a small one, Tank. Dozer and yeah, little uh -huh. light skin guy, Tank, right? Tank, okay. Yeah, yeah, the brothers. So the actor that played Tank, the younger one, mm -hmm. he was slated to be in sequels, but as you notice he wasn't in any of the other mm -hmm. movies. The reason being was <laughs> this nigga was offered like I want to say two hundred fifty stacks, Ooh, and he wanted million. a million to be in future movies. And and <laughs> because he couldn't get his million, he tried to hold out. Even though mm -hmm. my nigga, if you're getting quarter mil for the sequel, that mean in the third one you can negotiate and get more. My nigga, right. you wasn't like a known entity. Right. You feel right. me? So we, just, we, we didn't go on without you, dude. Easily, son. So he mm -hmm. missed the whole bag and lost his career. No, no, I'm sorry, not a quarter million, four hundred, four hundred k, hundred, four hundred k, and he wanted a mil. Yeah, he wanted double, and basically. it wasn't to the very last minute. That he decided to try to go back, and it was like we right, we moved on. We wrote a new story, yeah. and it's one of those things. So one that was just I want to end the bash nerd out moment on a lesson in humility, my nigga. Yeah, bad timing, yo. Bad Gee. timing. That wasn't your time to be trying to negotiate getting your check doubled. Basically, like uh, that's what you asking for. You want your check doubled? Just as small You Sorry. can't do that, though. You should have took that fold, like you say. Take that hot. Hot, hot boy. That nigga said, it's not enough. Take that hot fold, dog, and just I need bang six on the next movie. Son, you know they're doing the trilogy. You know they're doing the trilogy. Go hard in that second one and see if you can turn that four to seven. Right. Because we went to a mill. You can turn that four into six to seven if you become, if you make yourself relevant. I'm doing talk. anything for the four. Not anything, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I know taking what you're four right now, son. You wild out, dog. I'd have took that four. 400K? I ain't seen him in nothing since. His career was gone. That's the thing. People be fucked, be shooting themselves in Lately, he wasn't in nothing after that. Bands. You wrecked your career trying being greedy trying unnecessarily. Greedy. Yeah, like then you don't understand the residuals you got from that. Bro, it's right. the Matrix, the Matrix. Still and you were in part one, so you already saw the success of part one, and you saw too much success. You tried to raid, ride them niggas, and it's like nah, bad bro. Bad move, bad move, dog. Stay humble. Stay humble. Ride the wave. It's not about the money anyway. Well, I would ask him 100 more thousand. Uh, if anything, I'd be like, can I get it 500,000? It's not about no? the money, okay. dog. Once you make it about the money, you're already losing. Yeah. You feel me? Don't be stupid about your money. Be on your business. Right. But if you're going to be obsessed about the money to your detriment, dog, it's ne it never works out. Don't don't lose a good deal trying to get a better deal. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, bro. Just like that. Come on, bro. And uh, that was that bats. Nerd out moment. Um, do I want to do this? Uh, I just want to do a few headlines for that. No, huh? Bitch, I know you lie. Bitch, I know you fucking lie. I know you fucking lie. Bitch, I know you fucking lie. I know you fucking lie. I know you fucking lie. All right, so first headline, man. Did you hear about um, how there's this KFC is going to be using this bioscience as meat? It's going to be like yeah, I heard about what? it. 3D bioprint meat. 3D bioprint meat. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what that means. Right. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't eat KFC. It's fake meat. Yeah, I mean, I obviously like they're gonna, you know. Somehow 3D print our fucking food. I am not excited about that. Man, I don't eat at KFC, so I ain't worried. 
That's nerve-wracking. But that's the beginning, dog. If KFC starts it, I won't be surprised if other fast food channels... I'm glad we don't yeah. eat fast food uh-huh. like that right yeah. now. But other fast food channels are going to take te- off. That technology is going to spread. It's the future. Like The They're future is really 3D bioprint meat. It only starts with one. It only takes one to start. Yeah. You hear me? 10, 15 years from now, it's going to be a norm, and it's going to be weird. So they don't want to buy their meat anymore. We're going to be living like Star Trek. out of thin air. I okay. mean, it's better than slaughtering animals. I give you that. But damn, slaughtered animals taste so good. They do. I'm going to slaughter a few at a time. I don't understand. That seems just... I'm going to eat them. Crazy. Shout, I don't know if this man should have been in the hero section, dog, but uh, shouts out to... What's this man's oh, name? Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, was, oh, Robert Lee Noy. He was arrested because he allegedly kidnapped a woman and forced her to watch the 1977 TV miniseries Roots yes, for Black History Month. Sir, what, you are why, out of control. You are, sir, you are completely no, out you of need control. To, you, not, you shouldn't be in jail, so you need to be in a mental hospital. Yeah. I, mean, you know, her, I will kill you and spread your body parts across Interstate 380 if you do not sit down and watch this show. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> You need to go to jail. I respect no. your motive. Respect but your you motive. need to go to a mental hospital, man. I respect this your motive. This nigga kidnapped me and I watched the men's I respect your motives, though. Man, I got no fucking motives. That man watched Roots and got traumatized. And like, everybody needs to see this shit. Like, everybody needs people. to see this shit. That nigga is mentally hurt. Free, that boy's in free my nigga, bro. Free my nigga. We didn't we did try to give niggas free for less, man. For free less. my nigga, man. Free my nigga. You gonna watch Roots. Free my nigga, man. Look, that white lady needed to see Roots. Apparently, you something about his. his he would have kidnapped a black woman and made her right. do that shit. He you had to mean? change a white person fundamentally. Yeah, you know I mean? and the only black person that needed is Candace Owens. I mean, if the Candace Owens special, they'd be like, "Yeah, sit her ass down, my nigga. She needs it." This happened in this school, bro. This 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 wow. teacher tries to make um, the N word, nigga, because I'm black, I get to say it. Um, people, dog, just people. The white people do what? They would crack the slaves with the. They wouldn't the do that to slaves. How do you know? Out. Were you there? <laughs> me? <laughs> like, how do you know? Let me, let me help you out with your, okay? Before I kick you out. How? For why? You want to have an honest conversation? Let's have an honest conversation. Don't give me the ha ha hee hee ho. Let's have an honest conversation. <laughs> okay. That's what I want. That's what we're here in AP for. If I call somebody the N-word, what am I calling them? The N-word? No. <laughs> huh? <laughs> ignorant? Yeah, ignorant. The N-word just means ignorant. It doesn't have any other meaning and any other vocabulary other than you are a stupid person. You are ignorant. You are not well-read. You are not well-educated. That's what it means. I laugh because I'm a Florida boy down here where we came up with the term Florida cracker. Well, everyone thinks Florida crackers like racist. <laughs> this guy's a teacher. Of black children. Oh, yeah. oh man. Oh, apparently so. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, dude, that's Sorry. what you're getting in Florida. Sorry. I would be like, that's get up. this nigga fired, son. For the last time, white people don't get the talk. Just stop talking about their words. Stop yeah, talking about the words. They just don't understand. Just, you don't get to give it don't. your definition. You don't get to condescend to right. children and tell them, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I would have been a parent of that motherfucker riding on that nigga if I'd have seen that video. Boy, yeah. I'd be like, boy, get this boy, get this man fired. I'm taking my child out this old pussy ass school and I'm telling everybody to get their black children out of there and their brown children. Oh, and wow. child of color. He tried to equate nigga to cracker, which is already a bad form, as you say, my nigga D. 
And on top of everything, dog, like, it's just one of those things you just don't touch. You don't you get to don't tell. Touch you know, as a white man, you don't get to talk to black kids about that word. Right. The most you get to say is we shouldn't say it and leave it at that. And, again, I don't, like, you don't get to... It's your job to say that in, in in public people shouldn't say it. That's your job to say that. You yeah. don't get any deeper than that. Yeah. Because I don't. Because because I even me saying you as a white man tell a black kid he shouldn't say it. I'm still like man, that, 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 that that's the only black privilege there is. We can say nigga if we feel like it. So fuck you, white man. Like yeah. I'll, I'll be like Kevin Hart's son. I mean you Kevin Hart mama who was like yeah go to go to um school and tell him I said this. Mm-hmm. You mean you might get the courage to keep, tell him I said this shit exactly, son. And right. <laughs> <laughs> send that motherfucker to school. Let him know no nigga this ain't real. Then again, would tell you some shit. Curse his ass out specifically. Totally. Yeah, man. But that was that no, huh? Bitch, I know you lie. Bitch, I know you fucking lie. Must be. So what you know about them sports? Joe's popping. Sports! Fuck yeah! Man, we're gonna keep it a nice short and sweet, you hear me? LeBron and them won last night. They've been on a quick little losing streak. But they bounced back because he got Dennis Shorter back. AD, he still hurt. When it comes to football, people, more no more Cam Newton. We're gonna get to Cam Newton in a second. We're gonna go into a little bit more of football on the field. Drew Brees, we don't know if he's retiring it yet. We still just don't know. Uh, um, Russell Wilson, funny enough, said that he might be coming to New Orleans if he get traded. He said he doesn't want to be traded. He wants to stay in Seattle. But if he were to be traded, he has four picks, which is New Orleans, um, Dallas, Dallas, uh, the Raiders. And I think the Bears maybe. And I forget the full one, but yeah, I know the big, the big ones was New Orleans and the Cowboys. Those are the big ones that people were saying I'm talking about. And um, I was like, all right, cool, fuck that. We get that boy. We got him and James Winston. And he looks up to Drew Brees, like hmm. so. That's another reason why people think that it's a possibility at the least. Like he. Hmm. But we'll lose Taysom Hill. We'll lose Cam Jordan, and we'll lose another player and, and like two or two couple of big picks in the in the draft. Right. To get Russell Wilson. So that's another thing too. It was like, is Russell Wilson worth it? What's up with James Winston or Childish Ass? Um, now we're going to Cam Jordan. I mean, uh, Cam Newton. So Cam Newton went to a camp that he has and went to go talk to the kids about some football. And there was a young kid who played, I think, wide receiver. And he was asking him what he do or whatnot. And the young dude was just showing Cam Newton mad disrespect throughout the whole way. But on the end of it, he was just telling him, like, Telling Cam Newton you're washed up, that's why you're not, you know, you know, you're on free agent, you know, this and the third. And um, Cam Newton for the end of was like, where's your dad? Go get your dad. You know what I mean? And then, but for some part, he, I see why Cam Newton also got pissed off. He's just like, I got money. He kept telling the kids that, I got money. I got money. But, it's true. It's just like, High road. Kid, yeah, like high road. Adult versus child type situation. Yeah. And so now child all the football, did. black football athletes are tweeting in like, wow, bro, you don't even know who they're talking to, Cam. Newton. One dude, Des Brown, was like, I would kick his ass out, Cam. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people were just saying, like, little dude, that's not how you go about this. You don't know who you're dealing with. That's a person who can help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This right. is a superstar athlete. He done things right. that you have never done. Right. right. It was just you know disrespectful in general. Like, yeah. in general. Period. Even if they were the same age, that's disrespectful. Yeah. But you've been a young, but again, is a young, how old the cat is? Like, he was in high school. So, yeah, he's a high schooler. He's a child. I feel like I understand why Cam would feel disrespected and feel like be angry. Especially at his camp. Yeah, at his camp. Especially, like he said, he should have kicked him out on some real nigga shit. Mm-hmm. But, but he didn't want to do that. He was just there's like, a moment. There's a teachable moment that can be had there. Mm-hmm. It's just I can't necessarily 
expect Cam to know to be equipped to handle it necessarily. Yes. It's just it's like it's back to that I see both sides type of deal. You yeah. know what I mean? Because me as a teacher. I deal with students that can be problematic mm -hmm. and I can't just kick them out all the time. I gotta find a way, because a lot of the ones that be problematic, once you realize what the issue is, you can connect to them the most. Once you get them on your side, they be your hardest workers a lot of times, son. Like the quote unquote bad kids, it'd be great to me to watch them like become like caring about shit. So when you're dealing with you know students, as my teacher side says that, but on the other side, I'm like, but dog, like he's still a human being who has his own feelings and shit. It's that man camp. You know what I mean? And like you, you a high school student, you got sense. You ain't gotta be saying all that shit. You hear me? You've been raised, or maybe you haven't. It's like so much that comes to mind in that type of situation that makes me hard to judge on either end. Cause again, yeah. I don't know the kid background. I don't know what's going on with him. I encourage any teacher, instructor, what have you, you know, like you're you're gonna have a problem student eventually. Like if you've ever had to teach a group of children anything, you know what I'm saying? Like there's gonna be one that's gonna give you some shit. And I just think, you know, as a, a teacher, you just gotta have your comebacks ready. Mm -hmm. like you just gotta know like how to how to deal with various situations and personalities and shit, and just kind of just know what you're gonna do. And I don't think he was you know equipped for that. Yeah, yeah. He, just he wasn't ready for that. Like I think he's that. used to being like liked and shit, and, mm -hmm. and he thought you come to my that. camp. Yeah, and that was and that was so over the top. Like, he's damn, like, like, call if he tried, washed he, up and right. shit. Because he kept trying to be like, brother, why you doing this? You know, somebody can like, you know, kind of push a button, kind of, mm -hmm. on some And some shit. motherfuckers get off to it. Yeah, so it's like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when it's a kid doing it? At your camp. He wasn't ready. He just wasn't ready. <laughs> he wasn't ready, dog. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't ready. That's all it sounds like. Yeah. He wasn't ready. He went a defense mechanism, and that's what I sound like transpired. A lot of defensive yeah. shit. So, you know. That's hard. Yeah, it's just hard. Kids are hard. Man, Tom Brady was seen throwing his uh, Lombardi trophy off the uh, boat, and the uh, owner, well, the creator of the Lombardi trophy's daughter, was like, had to run a whole letter about how that was disrespectful. But I thought it was hilarious. So Tom Brady was uh, on the boat for the like Tampa Bay Parade. I think that thought it was hilarious. And, like <laughs> Tom is drunk out his fucking mind, and so like the people across the boat was like, "Yo, throw the trophy to his Tom," and so Tom's like, "Fuck it." And chucks that motherfucker, and your boy catches that bitch, dog. And that bitch was like, everybody was like, what the fuck is all the time? And time, then I he had to get escorted out there. I mean, he's drunk. He was he's drunk, and he's, I guess, the greatest QB of all of all time. Maybe? Right, right. I, I, there is no piece of me that can judge any of that. Yeah. I don't like, know what I would feel like uh, if I was man. the most winningness in my lane of yeah, all time. Of all time. And I just decided to let loose one day. I don't know what I would do if I had. I was on my fifth Oscar. Right. You know what I'm saying? My sixth. How many rings he got? Seven. 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 I'm on my seventh Oscar. I got all this money. I'm just going. I'm just winning. I'm enjoying life. I got a family. I, nigga, I don't oh, know what man. I would be on one random day. People be forgetting yeah. celebrities be humans, yeah. Right. They be expecting them to always be at their utmost right. And it's like, no, bro, sometimes they go through some fuck shit. Right. Exactly. Fuck that trophy. He worked hard as fuck to get it. So right. it's not like he don't respect it. Because he look look what he right. had to do to get it. You but they'll me? make another one. Right, son. Seven uh, rings. I understand where she coming from, but, you know. Oh, shit. Let a nigga like him feel himself sometimes, bro. Fuck. Seven, dog. Seven. Speaking of, dog. How y'all? I'm about to say, say that, dog. Not only just seven. He's been to the, uh, to the championship, you know, to the Super Bowl ten times. So he's only lost three times out of the ten times he's been to Come the Super on, Bowl, son. dog. I'm Mr. Super Bowl. Like they say, Mr. WrestleMania and wrestling, he's Mr. Super Bowl. 
That's a fact. And guess what? Out of those three times, Eli beat him too. Hmm. It don't matter. Because guess what? Man, he got seven. <laughs> I got seven. I got seven, bitch. I don't care if I got beat once or twice. That I shit got don't mean seven. nothing. That means nothing. Sam? Sam. One year hurt, hurt, hurt Brady. Yeah, yeah, perfect year. That's fine. He got seven. Uh, Serena, man. She. she oh, yeah, Serena lost. And to a girl again. To, to again. Naomi Osaka. Again. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I hope I said her name correctly. I believe I did. Um, and hey, she had a breakdown. Yeah, it was just like she's coming back. She's been raising her, her child. She's been, you know, she's this was a this was an amazing defeat. But I think I'll see her again. She was feeling like she's lost a step, step since her pregnancy. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of black, a lot of women talking about how like your body does right, change yeah, after pregnancy that you can't help. And that's not even just talk about pregnancy, lady. You're getting older. Like you yeah. can't fight time. Like Serena, you are the goat. Nothing like you. It's like it really watching. It's like watching me. any goat their last couple of years when they're not accepting that. It's, it's, it's cool. We can step down. Right, it's fine. It's fine. And like they just, they're not like because she feels like she's making mistakes she's never made before, and, and like she's just beating herself Maybe up because she yeah. is the most winningest winner of all winnings. Like I can't wait to see the movie that, that movie they're doing with Will Smith, bro, talking about um them as kids. Oh yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like Serena, like this is that young girl time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That girl killer. There's no disrespect. We're never going to disrespect Serena. She may be the goats of all athletes. Like, if you look I mean, at stats of all the things she did in her lane, you hear me? But, like like you say, she may come back just on some pride shit, which I would welcome. I, I would mm-hmm. love to see her come back. I think she still got it. But if she don't, who going to hate on her? Right. That's all I'm saying. No, if she decides to call it a day right now, if no she want to put her, her, uh, her stick up, it, no one, because the thing is, She's goaded. No She's one's goaded. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're goaded. goaded. No one's beating goated. those records, bro. You've been goaded. Right. For years. No, you know why? Because it's going to take years for them to beat it because that's how long she's been in the game. And how many things you've accomplished. How many things you've no, won. Everything like, she's yo, done. Her seen. records, all that shit will not be defeated for years to come. She is set in stone. Okay? Her legacy will live on past that fucking green ball. Come on. She man. has put herself like, like how Barack looks like in the presidency. That's what she put in her fucking self in tennis. She's on the Rushmore, y'all. Arthur Ashe. Serena. Serena Williams, you know what I'm saying? You can't say tennis without speaking her name. Wimbledon, Wimbledon, whatever that nigga name you is. You me? So, yeah, dog. Big ups. It's still all number love sent to Serena. Yeah. My baby. You dig? Is all you got for sports or you? Uh, yeah, that's it for me for sports, dog. All right, so uh, that was up sports. Fuck yeah! I want to shout out one hero and a hero highlight. And his name is, he's a 12 year old, and his name is uh, Caleb Anderson is killing college, man. He's in college. And he said it's like he just grasps on to things, information quickly, he learns fast, and he's He's like, a smart guy. Bro, literally, he's that. He's tied. I love when I see Black Prodigies, dog, killing it like that. Dog, and at the beauty, it was so amazing is a lot of the, the prodigies be black. Yeah. Mo- most of the youngest geniuses are black. 
That's wild. You know what I mean? Hats yeah. off to the little black kids. So I saw this story and was like, yeah, man, pick up the little man, bro. It's, I couldn't imagine being in college at 12. Like, Man, before. look at what that said. He said he knew sign language by nine months. <sighs> at age one, he was reading. <sighs> and at age two, he knew how to I do, do fractions. fractions. This Come is ridiculous. That's, yeah. God, that's God level. Yeah. Yeah. So if, yes, he's in college. Of course, he's in college. He better be in college. He better be. Super. That's a super kid. That's yep. super brain shit. Listen, the honor is truly the colleges. Yeah. <laughs> right. They have, yeah. A, they, have a, they have a history making genius at right. their institution. Y'all have a real genius. Yeah. Y'all are y'all like blessed each other. Certified genius. Right. Bro, certified. So, get yeah. him, Caleb. Good shit, Caleb. Go, brother. Yeah, man. When you get old enough, we gonna smoke one. <laughs> Imagine a stranger take to get a genius high. Boy, boy, boy he gonna make that shit. Anyway, that's that's this episode, guys. That was a, we were once one fifteen. I do one fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I swear it is. I know it is one hundred percent. Hit us up at flywithbats at gmail As we always say, we want you to be part of the conversation. You mm-hmm. dig, man? Mm-hmm. It's that actor guy, Martin Bass Bradford. You can find me most places at Martin Bass Bradford, but on them social medias at Mister Bats. Spell it, Mister Out. You're gonna find another cat, as I always say. And, uh, you know, we flying about you, man. It's me, your boy, D-Mac. And uh, I'll be on Instagram at FrenchBreadKid. And check out my clothing brand at your day brand and at yourdaybrand.com. That's it. Peace. Passe motherfucking wow. It's your boy, Alpha Joe, fresh out the gumbo, still deep in the ruin. If you're out in the streets and you're looking for me. Man, like, I'm about to go lay down. I'm going to sleep here. I'm high as a motherfucking kite. Lay it on down. Peace out, y'all. Yeah, man, and uh, follow the FWB Network on IG. Follow Match One. It is also on the FWB Network and on Facebook at Match One. Look it up, all right? And when you tune in, make sure you match one. We out. It's time to clock out. It's time to rock out. Throw a party in your neighborhood and bring the block out. Let's take alcohol shots until we pass out. But when the cops come, we got to smash out. But listen on a serious note. Don't let your workforce determine your happiness. After the first, you probably still be in debt. So live your life with no regrets. You heard that money doesn't equal success. Nope, success doesn't last if you're stressed. Nope, and you're too blessed to be stressed. So please have a vodka cool God bless. For my blue collars, chasing green dollars. Don't worry about tomorrow, we gon' party tonight. So get on down on the dead flow. Great